Hey, Luke. What's up? What happened to the boy who drank eight sodas? I don't know. He burped seven up. <laughs> <laughs> On this week's Another Digital Citizen, we are going to talk about news from the week, NXT and Survivor Series prediction. We're going to have best soda ever tournament. We're going to torture Luke for the fifth time. We're going to talk about Arrival, Westworld Episode 7, and we will play the newest hot game show of from Norway, I Bet My Giraffe. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. gentlemen and welcome to a giddy show that means that i'm in a good mood i'm in a good mood um let's say hi to the man that is not in a good mood hi luke oh uh, i'm not it's not that i'm not in a good mood i just um apathetic today i think apathetic oh i feel a little blah it's very uh gray out today and um a little bit rainy Maybe that has something to do with it, but yeah, you know, whatever. Oh. Or maybe you just need to get laid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, <clears throat> hi, Dolly. Hi, Fro. Have you been laid <laughs> Hey, <today>? Luke. <laughs> what a kind of question. You can't be asking people this, Fro. Really? Behave yourself, yeah. Are you sure? Well, Luke didn't answer. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to. I just ignore okay. Fro when he gets like this, because only he thinks it's funny and nobody else. Does. I know. I'm I'm 13 in my brain. I <laughs> I I have no bon- boundaries when it comes to stupid questions. Uh, we we will see that unless soon. they're asked to Fro, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can tell you when I had sex uh, the last time. I don't really care. But it's uh, it's uh, longer than you think. I don't want to know. <laughs> Keep going. Phrasing. Yeah. Uh, what have you done this week, Tilly Billy? Um, I've been bejazzling a jacket that I've got. That's been taking okay. up a lot of time and a lot of concentration. Uh, what is bejazzling? Uh, putting diamantes and sort of pearls that I've got flat backs, been gluing them onto it. It's going to be a okay. very elaborate waistcoat. 
Uh, is this uh, for preparation for your birthday? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, it's to go with the birthday outfit. If you can't find anything perfect, make it. Uh, can we talk a little about your birthday? Yes. Uh, have you gotten some birthday presents already? I have. Huh. And, well, there's you know the story about them. No. Fro, if everybody should know this. No, Fro nothing. has um, aided me in buying an oven because I've been without a cooker. So no hog, what? no rings or anything, no being able to fry anything, no actually being able to bake anything. Mm-hmm. It's been a nightmare. And Fro is amazing. And he's made it so that I'm going to be able to get one. Although I did already order one and it's turned up and Argos need punching in the face. Yeah, fuck Argos. Uh, Yeah. Wait, Argos. Uh, Argos are the worst fucking delivery system ever. I can swear on Tilly's life, my own life and Luke's life, that Tilly ordered it with uh, installment. What Mm -hmm. happened? Uh, What happened, Tilly? Well, they dropped it off, and I asked what's going to happen about instalment, and they said, we, we don't know, we just drop it off. So I signed for it, got in touch with Argos, and oh no, that one doesn't come with instalment. Even though the installation said it was included, and even though yep. you paid extra for it, you, yep. can't, you can't have it. So they're giving me £20 as a gesture of goodwill. I'm guessing it's a voucher, and I haven't received it. I don't know what they're doing. I that. saw that Tilly uh, ordered it. I saw the receipt even mm-hmm. for for when she ordered it, and it said with installment. Yep. Fuck. I even showed them. Like I sent them the screenshots of it because I was <laughs> talking to Argos on. They've got like a little chat thing, and I was sending them all the screenshots. Like, yes, we can see that, and we're very sorry this happened. And I was just send somebody around to install it. Yeah. So they had to come and collect it, and now I'm. Um, Hopefully tomorrow there will be an oven on order, and with their extra twenty pounds, I might be able to get a double oven that's a bit wider. So, so th- th- this this the thing: the oven came to Tilly's house, didn't it? Yep. Yep. I could see it. It was there, looking all beautiful where it would be, <sighs> and then they and had to come and take it away again. Yep. So fuck you, Argos. <laughs> yeah. How dare you bring me up that high and then drop me again? Ugh. Unless I want a bungee cord, you know. It's so it's it's been so irritating because uh, I I helped Tilly getting uh, this oven and I wanted her to get it before her, her birthday. Oh no, no. no I we can't, can't let that happen. No, no, no. Ugh, it's so fucking stupid. Um, other than that, uh, I tried to trick you. Uh, I talked to your mom and dad uh, the week before this. No, t- two weeks ago. And I tried to get to London and 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 uh, surprise you on your birthday, but sadly that didn't get quite. A- come true so i'm a little sad about that kind of because i really wanted to be there yeah i'm sad that it's not gonna be happening but it's just so lovely that you were planning on doing that and you know talking to your parents arranging to come up and making you know so you could surprise me that's the (laughs) loveliest thing ever and it made me all really warm inside just knowing that you'd thought about arranging it let alone that you're actually gonna do it of course work commitments i mean you can't yeah, 
I was going to stay with your parents and things like that. So, nah, yeah, I was kind of depressed when when I was like, I I fixed the tickets, the tickets to, from from the airport to where you live was fixed. Uh, everything else was fixed, and 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 my boss was like, "No, we need you that day." I was like, Ugh. "Does he secretly work for Argos?" <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, what have you done for Tilly's birthday, Luke? <laughs> I have no, I have no comment. <laughs> Is it still a surprise? Uh-huh. What did you do for my birthday, Tilly? Uh, <laughs> loads of things. I, I donated the sa- to I loads did the of same thing. in your name. Yeah, I did the same thing Tilly did for me. Exactly. Yay! <laughs> and the same thing that Fro did for me for my birthday. Yeah! Do you want me to help you getting an oven look? I Is have that... an oven. Right. So... Maybe. No, I, I don't. I don't care at all about it. It's all good. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what you're. I don't understand what you're saying, bro. I'm saying that you're being a little sad because we didn't uh, celebrate your birthday as much as we did. We're going to do with Dilla. Oh, are you worrying that he's going to protest? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe the protests. I will think go Pro. I think Pro is trying to point out that he he uh, helped you out for your birthday a lot here for some reason, and I think no! he's doing a little a little bit of humble bragging is what he's doing right now, and I he's am? trying to trying to get me to be like say something about how something about his humble bragging, and I'm not gonna not gonna buy into it, Fro. So I am bragging. Of course, I'm bragging. I helped Tilly. No, of you're humble bragging. bragging. There's no. no but. No, I am bragging. I helped Tilly. I'm happy I could help Tilly. I'm happy you helped Tilly, and I'm happy to, uh, it's almost Tilly's birthday. Not quite, but um, we'll talk about that when we get closer to it, I guess. Yeah. So are you going to, to go around in America and hold up signs where it says, I don't like Tilly anymore? <laughs> Is that what's going to do? Are you going to what, On her birthday? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, hopefully they won't I don't think anybody would know what that meant. Outside my house or anything. <laughs> In front of your house, there's one thing. Like, like Luke, Luke came to, to England. He doesn't want to talk to you. He, he's just standing outside your house with a, <laughs> I hate Tilly sign. I was going to say, if I don't people think I haven't go... picked up on this, this is me being... Directly compared to Donald Trump, I think now, <laughs> <laughs> and all of the protests that are going on with him. <laughs> <sighs> you are not Donald Trump. I'm, I am I'm, not. I'm a little sad because because that you are not Donald Trump. Uh, not because uh, I think you would be a better president for the United States than Donald Trump is going to be. So. Well, of course I would, but that's, you know, you could have a blind monkey and it'd probably be better. <laughs> but at least he's not really, really clever. If he was really, really clever, I'd be more worried. But uh, there has been some anti-Trump for presidents protests across America. Uh, I mean, 
it's been even like protested in in Norway in front of the American embassy. So this has been maybe the hardest beginning for a president in uh, or pre president time ever. I can't remember this being this many protests when 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 Bush won for the second time, for example. See, I, I don't know my US presidential history and my election histories either, because surely right. there have been other people like Trump that have got into power and the people were a bit sort of, whoa, what? Like, who's he? Yeah, the 60s. Uh, I mean, that's the last time we really got protests like this for a president. But uh, I mean, when Bush got elected the second time, there were protests, maybe just not to this degree. I think is what Fro is trying to say. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. because there, there, there was no, no. But, but now it seems like, like everybody that likes protesting is is protesting. Well, like, they kind of all have. What was that? Uh, that was not my cell phone. I swear. <laughs> Put your phone Lying. on mute. Um, <laughs> uh, we're, we're at really kind of a culmination of that. There's all these people already protesting other things, and Trump is a personification of those things. Uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, LGBTQ uh, rights, um, women's rights, and Trump is kind of a personification of that, that all these different groups can get behind and join together against, if that makes sense. Um, And that's kind of where these protests came uh, out of, or in a way, Uh, but it all kind of stems from the Trump thing. I've all, I, I've been saying for like the last week to people like I I don't protesting is great but uh, make sure you're protesting the right thing and I understand protesting Trump that's important um, and I, I understand it's something that everybody can get behind it's something easy that all, everybody can get behind and join join together on but uh, there's other things that you could be protesting that would be more productive like the broken electoral system as far as like. The cheating in the primaries with the DNC and then everything uh, that goes into the election system as far as like money from corporations and things like that. So there are things that you could probably be protesting that would be more productive. But uh, yeah, you know, it was a it was a moment where everybody was just mad and people wanted it needed to happen. You know, everybody needed to blow off steam. So I, I see that, especially on Facebook. Like uh, the group, both uh, you, me, and Tilly are a member of called Persist Grab Back. <laughs> uh, I love their name, by the way. Uh, it is a brilliant uh, name for a group. Yeah, and I asked uh, Amy, uh, the the maker of uh, of that group, if it was okay if I mentioned it, and she said it was okay. Uh, I think th- I I see I see. Um, a way of, uh, I think maybe Trump, maybe the uh, the drop that filled uh, like the cup, if you that was the the thing that people to get about. Like I, I I've seen more like civil. Uh, Liberty um, uh, engagement uh, 
during this than I have ever seen in in my my history with America, as I can remember. Uh, Occupy and Wall I, Street. Yeah, Occupy Wall Street. So much bigger than this. And they actually yeah. had a message that meant something. So, But don't you think the groups like this grab back uh, have have uh, have um uh what could i call it a meaning as i mean doesn't it uh, uh for now it ha- i mean it's um those kind of things uh it's it can only be around for so long even if it's around for 4 years which um i'm not talking about that group specifically but the idea of no. just protesting trump you can't just st- sit there and protest Trump for four years. That's not going to do anything. Uh, and if you look at all the protests, protests like this are met with riot police and things like that. They're always shut down eventually. So, um, but I, the whole... I see there that 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 there are uh, because there a lot of talk on on groups like that about uh, uh, taking action when it comes to human rights campaigns there's been a lot of talk about like uh, how, how to take as long as it turns into action, action then yes yeah. it's great but uh, like i said it's very early we're only like a week out um so the momentum is there right now but over time the momentum for those kind of things slows down and it slows down because people start to get disengaged from it as it gets as the uh, trauma i guess we'd call it in this case uh, gets farther away from uh, their life in a way. Uh, it, people will start to stop caring as much. It'll start to kind of drop off. That just is what happens. But that was my whole argument last week was that uh, hopefully people together and uh, and make them wake up and uh, be civilly engaged, uh, you know, in the process. And I think we're seeing that a lot of people are waking up and realizing that they do have to do that. And that's definitely what, what that all about um and maintaining the momentum of something like that is the hardest part so Mm. and and also we kind of need those kind of groups to find information of how to get involved in a political process as well I, I mean, uh, me that never have been uh, a fighter uh, for 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 uh, any like human rights and thing. I I feel more engaged because of groups like that because it kind of it it also gives me uh, information of where to look for, uh, for 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 getting engaged in the political process so I, I i guess like from for me personally i think it's good right i guess maybe that's uh, i've kind of been in that mindset since occupy wall street because i was involved in that a bit in portland when i was living there and uh going down and doing protests down there and uh, that was a whole different animal in a way, but it was looked down upon more than this is where this is more a, po- a popular culture thing. And that's one of the reasons that I'm, I'm worried about the momentum of it is because right now it's definitely in the popular culture to do this kind of stuff. And once it's no longer popular, so so to speak, <clears throat> say in two, yeah, I would give it two months. Um, you're going to see a huge drop off of people caring about it or whatever, or even coming out to talk about it. Um, that's just I, the na- I, I that's just the wrong. nature of the beast. But I understand that uh, yeah. those kind of 
things, uh, feeling engaged, feeling connected. Those are, it, it's a powerful thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's other places to look for, uh, you know, look into the black lives matter. People look into LGBTQ, uh, rights, uh, advocacy, advocacy groups and you know those are the things that make up this this whole coalition of people we're already looking at so there are already bases of um groups that are making up these protests that already have um groups that you could be looking at and understanding where they're coming from so i understand uh this is a whole new thing because it's against trump and so there are a lot of I don't want to say affluent white people, but that's kind of how how it is that are getting involved in it now that weren't involved in it before. Um, And I understand and I totally think that's amazing and I think that they should keep it up. But like I said, uh, maintaining that momentum is the hard part. So. Mm. Uh, In connection with that, uh, Britain. Uh, that now has uh, voted itself out of the EU. Uh, you are now looking to, to get more deals with other people. Well, we've. It's basically Obama's going to be gone in. Is it January? Yep. And Trump will be in. It's Obama that said that he was going to put us to the back of the queue when it comes to trade deals. Mm-hmm. And Trump hasn't said that. So uh, it kind uh, of, it it opens up for us to have like a new free trade area. Yeah. We're out of Europe. We can become sort of a trade area with America. Right, like a new Canada. NAFTA is what they're talking about, which... Uh, yeah, what's Trump a NAFTA? <laughs> national, uh, uh, North American Free Trade Agreement, I mean. So, yeah. but this yeah. would be like a new version of that where... Um, you guys would be involved, and it would cr- kind of create a new um, superpower as far as uh, monetary superpower, I guess. So, right. Yeah, it would. Um, well, obviously, a lot of people over here are still up in arms about Brexit, and there's been the. It's gone to a court thing saying that there maybe should be another referendum, and you know, there's people wanting to do it all over again and things still but this could be you know a nice little thing that could work for us it could work for Mm. us all Mm. if it's done right and i think it's Mm. kind of funny because it's like usa canada and mexico (laughs) i'm going to build a wall towards mexico in the united states oh no he's already gone back on that he just said he's going to extend the fence yeah, extend the fence a little bit. Down, down from a, a wall down to a fence. Huh. Yeah, and Mexico don't have to pay for it anymore. He's oh, yeah. learned how to be a politician right here at the end, where he goes back on every promise he made during the campaign, uh, just like Hillary Clinton would have done. So don't <laughs> mm-hmm. think that it's any different. But yeah, he's back on so many promises at this point, including that. Yep. So. He's, I think I he must be say... getting advice from British Parliament. Maybe. Uh, he did get a uh, meet up with Nigel Farage this week. I saw that. There we go. Yeah. But remember, uh-huh. uh, we even reported that uh, he came and he was uh, campaigning with him. Remember, yeah. I think yeah. Right at yeah. the end of the primaries. Yeah. So. Because yeah. Farage did so well with Brexit. <laughs> he totally yeah. won at Brexit, didn't he? That's what it yeah. was. It was all down to Farage, I'm sure. <laughs> Ugh. I, I hate it. My guess Me is too. if we do get some, if he 
does some kind of uh, way to uh, mess with NAFTA because Trump that he's super against NAFTA. He talked all about how he was against it. Um, if he was to do something like this, I'm guessing Norway would probably also be involved because you guys uh, aren't also are not in the E. So um, it could be interesting. Yay. Hey, oh, we can be all inclusive. Do you want to trade with me, Tiller? What do you want to trade? Since like you live in Britain, I live in Norway, we can have some uh, free trade. Deal. Yeah, let's do it. I will trade you some skittles for something you can, else. You can get a pipeline if you want. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll swap you skittles for a pipeline. Yeah. Will, will this be in uh, Dakota? Yes. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. That's the kind of pipeline I want. Right, right yep. through a Native American area, yep. sacred yep. land. Yep. Uh, okay. I hope you, I, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> no, no, Norway doesn't want to pay for it anymore. Maybe. 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 I think Are the thing doing... is, uh, from what I've been reading, uh, like outside of the article that I sent you guys, um, a lot of the reason has to do with it's been taking so long for it to get constructed because of the protesting and everything that they are seeing, a, they're putting out money, but they're not seeing any return. So if they get to a point where they, the return is no longer there and the pipeline still is built, they'll stop, they'll cancel their funding. But yeah, this is a Norwegian bank called... Um, yeah, what is it? It's called DNB, but yeah. uh, I was hoping they knew the actual name of that, bro. I know. Uh, the Norske Bank. The Norwegian okay. Bank. It's called the Norwegian Bank. Yeah. I'm uh. no kidding. <laughs> like no kidding, the Norske Bank. How 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 how's how's uh, how um talking about bragging like that? Like how how much do you need to brag when you call yourself like the Norwegian Bank? <laughs> oh, I, here we have uh, the West Bank. We have Bank of America. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a few like that here where it's kind of like that. Yeah. But uh, hey. Uh, talking about uh, North Dakota, um, if I was a sheriff uh, and I uh, wanted to take a trip to North Dakota, uh, why wouldn't I do that? Right, so did you check out the story? Uh, I guess we'll talk a little bit about the North Dakota thing, which we talked a little bit about in the past. I put a bunch on the Facebook about it, but... There's a massive protest there for months and months and months uh, <laughs> by the Native Americans who have been basically assaulted uh, by police. And they've been bringing police into this place from all over the country. So yeah. these, this was a sheriff, uh, sheriff's department in Montana, in Gatlin County. And the, sh uh, this, the sheriff of the place, was they, were, they had planned to send a bunch of sheriffs there to assist... Uh, in uh, keeping the protest away from the pipeline uh, being built. And he sent out a thing on Facebook, basically asking in the community, hey, should I do this or should I not? They had already planned on doing it, but he, he for some reason, decided he was going to send out some stuff on social media to see what people thought. And when people got <laughs> back to him, he decided, all right, never mind, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't ask. 
of this I think a lot of, did. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, a, I most, pro, peop, uh, uh, most of the police that got sent there probably didn't ask because they probably yeah. would have gotten the same answer. But uh, a lot of people on their social media had said, were saying basically, I don't want our officers put in harm's way for for nothing for you to like hurt other people that um, are just trying to protect their own land. Because uh, if you look into this, it's protected under a treaty from like the 18 that was signed with these Native American, uh, these Native, this Native American group that uh, this land was theirs, and now basically the army and the uh, oil companies are going back on that. So yeah. So how about just let the, them have that little bit of land that they actually do no. have that they were left with after no. the desecration of. Many, many of their people and lots of different. And this has been going on for months and months. Uh, I don't want to. I'm not going to like harp on it, but. Uh, oh, if we harp on Trump. anything, it should be this. We're going to get Trump, and it's going to be bad, and everything is happening under Obama, and he's not doing mm-hmm. anything about it right now. So the guy who's supposed to be the super uh, democratic, everybody loves him, super nice guy, Obama has said nothing about stopping this. He said, oh, we got to look into it. That's all he said, and then never did, so. Hey, uh, Tiller, uh, Bishop to uh, A7. You sunk my battleship. Uh, <laughs> not, not, the ro- not the right game. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> Uh, guess what I have done uh, uh, in uh, the five last days? Um, so in one place watching one thing. Yes, and that thing being chess. And uh, after four games, uh, have we come any further? No, we haven't. Uh, <laughs> four games all uh, went into a tie. Uh, I was draw, so... Yeah, draw. Yeah, I was so freaking tired because, like, one of the um, matches in uh, Norwegian time ended at 3.30 in the night. So I was really happy about that. And the day after that, they played to 2.15 uh, in the night. So I guess who has slept really good for two days uh his name new york right bro yes correct so yeah eight hours time difference so fuck them (laughs) 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 but yeah it's been uh it's been really great for for uh, me as a chef fan but uh i mean i I'm I'm happy that we have a day off today. Uh, not only because we're doing the podcast. Uh, next week we will actually do the podcast a little earlier, uh, one day earlier because of chess. There's twelve games to to be played. We are now at number four, and I'm already tired of chess. So, I mean, it it could it could be the end of my engagement with chess for a while after this so i guess it's not all good oh, hey it's that. better like if you've been watching chess for the last five days it's better than me i've been watching streams of protesters and riots so <laughs> for the last five days that's what i've been doing so uh, yeah a little more uh calm than that i guess uh have we gotten any emails 
Uh, no, I checked earlier and no emails. But if you want to email us, you can go to another digital citizen at gmail.com. Email us there. Uh, what address What was that, uh, Taylor? Another digital citizen at gmail.com. It's almost like you said another uh, digital citizen at gmail.com. There was a question on our Facebook uh, page, okay. but I didn't know if we were if we should if it was for the show or if that was just for the Facebook page. So I'm not going to ask it. But uh, if they want us to ask that next week, then maybe we can. So okay, just let us know. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, that, if that, that person you, was you. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no clue what you're talking about. So let's go on. Have you watched anything on TV this uh, week, uh, Tiller? I've watched a few things, actually, other than my normal, you know, the ongoing cartoons and things. Um, there was, a, you know, I love all my serial killers and those kind of programs. Yes, I'm, I'm a little surprised that you're not a serial killer yourself, to be honest. Well, I, I don't have to there's enough stuff on telly for me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. on ITV, there was a program, it's a two-parter, and I think part was at least an hour long um called dark angel it was about the first uh, female uh, serial killer but yeah. it was actually done as a sort of period drama thing so it's set back in victorian times in the northwest of england and can i say it was fucking good i loved it i i think I... it's yeah come on sorry carry on no you were no, I, I, I think I'm, I'm amazed of the quality from like, I, to, to be honest, ITV is maybe not like the best like station in the world. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Jeremy Kyle, Judge Rinder, Celebrity Juice <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, but they do, they do some really good stuff, but it tends to be few and far between. Yeah, and this was. Yeah, it was really good. It was surprisingly good. I I agree. What else? Um, I discovered pit bulls and parolees. What? Pit bulls, as in yeah. the big scary everybody knows it dog. kind of yeah. big dogs, and parolees, as in okay. big scary men that people are normally afraid of. That show and sounds yeah. tough. Sounds like it's... the toughest show on TV. It's going to beat up all the other shows. Moms and dads. <laughs> well, it's on Animal Planet. So. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically... Um, I don't know how I'd never seen it before. It's on like its eighth season. Or maybe okay. it started ninth. It's, it's been on for a long time. But it's this woman and her family that basically rescue pit bulls. But to help her out at the sanctuary that she's got, she hires guys that are on parole um, to help them sort of integrate back into having a job and community and stuff and I've been very much enjoying it you know me and animals and seeing something horrible being made nice yeah um and also quickly there was planet earth 2 yes. episode 2 this week yes. Yes. it's just fabulous oh I love it and Attenborough's still going so I'm, I'm happy with that it's yeah. not a planet earth if it's <laughs> I I completely agree. I mean, his voice is so soothing. Yeah, just I've just put him on and like drift off to sleep or put an old 
one on and just oh david you just talk me to sleep i'm i'm night now <laughs> we're standing here in the jungle yeah i love david attenborough uh do you mind if i go next uh, look fine with me i don't yep I've uh, seen the first uh, episode of Shooter that is based on uh, that uh, uh, movie. Movie, yeah. I was going to say terrible movie, but I, 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 I don't, uh, I don't especially like it. But uh, it's uh, it's an okay movie, I guess. Have you seen it? By the way, look. Uh, yeah, it came out like in two thousand what two thousand nine. Something like that. A while ago. It's not like a new movie or anything like that. But but it's not a good movie. Yeah, I if mean... you like a- action films, maybe, or something yeah. like that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and this is the same concept as that movie. Uh, I, I thought the first episode was uh, interesting. Uh, I it came really... out in 2007. Okay. So, even earlier than that. But, yeah. So, Shooter. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it, uh, and I also saw the first episode of Incorporated. Uh, that is a, a new science fiction show coming on to Sci-Fi Channel. That is maybe the best uh, thing I've seen in ages. I loved that episode. I uh, it has uh, it has like nobody I know of other than um, oh uh, the man that uh, oh Tilly you know the man in the box (laughs) but uh, mean names Uh, but it's it's really it's really good I think both of you should watch it it was really 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 good. Well, I haven't even heard of the film, so I have no idea what this series is about. No, he's talking about Incorporated now, which is a new... Oh, movie. right, okay. Yeah. Oh, what's and that uh, about, then? <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's a sci-fi a science fiction show about uh, a spionage uh, on, 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 on uh, companies. It's also about, like, uh, uh, it, uh, what it means to be a human being and and it's really it's really interesting it's uh i wouldn't say it's on westworld level interesting but it's it's up there uh shooter uh, uh, has uh, one of the doctors from uh house in it <laughs> as, oh. as that, that guy from house in it oh i know the guy uh, you mean yes uh Epstein. Uh, and and he's uh, one of the baddies, I think. But yeah, I really liked both of them. Uh, that is the new shows I watched this week. What about... Well, there's uh, one other thing that I can't mention because we are going to have a competition about it. But uh, what have you seen on TV this week, Luke? Uh, Moonshiner started again this week, uh, season six. Uh, I saw something on from the ITV player called Sunny D, uh, which is a comedy. Oh God! On the BBC thing. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> I love Dane Baptiste, the comedian in it, but that TV show is just bad. Yeah, I just saw the first episode and was like, okay, not not any more of this, but it just kind of popped up, so I 
decided to watch it. Um, I guess they're creating an Invader Zim TV movie. So Nickelodeon is really pumping these TV movies out about uh, TV kids shows from the 90s. I think this is the third one. They did uh, uh, the Temple uh, movie, and then they did another one recently about another 90s show that I can't remember. Um, But uh, what was the other thing I watched this week? Oh, um, uh, have you guys seen Box Mac on YouTube? No. It's a YouTube show, and it may be the dumbest, greatest YouTube show I've ever seen. Uh, It's two... and they review boxed macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and so the first episode, they just put one bo- macaroni against another macaroni and see which one's better. How many episodes um, do you think there are of, of this? They're, it's 10 to 20 minute long episodes. How many episodes? Mm. 40? I was going to say 10 or 20. Okay. 61. <laughs> <laughs> it's been going since uh, February of 2015, uh, wow. and I I was like eh. somebody was like uh, suggested it to me, and I was like okay whatever this is gonna be stupid, and I got into like the first couple episodes I watched them I was like this I don't why is why did they make this show like, what is the point of this they're trying to find the best box macaroni and cheese, and by episode nine when they're like uh trying to do four box macaroni and cheeses at once and everything goes wrong you're like i understand why they made this <laughs> it's very strange wow. but it's goofy and stupid and just silly and uh we're checking out uh, it's on youtube it's called box mac so so uh luke uh can you see my camera aren't we doing nxt but okay we'll do this now All right okay can you see my camera yeah yeah what do you? What am I holding in my hand? Uh, it's a piggy bank giraffe. It is a piggy bank giraffe. Uh, do you know how much I love this? I have no concept of that. No. Uh, it's one of my favorite giraffes in the world. Uh, I collect giraffes for for people that doesn't know. And uh, this I got as a present from a guy that's actually dead uh, and it's one of my fondest memories of him uh, so destroying this draft would mean that I lose one of my fondest memories of a good friend I, I really miss so I this game really... is sounding worse and worse because the yep. one good thing that, that was in this game you just made bad <laughs> what? Sma- you, you, the only good thing about this game was that we were going to get to smash something, and now you've made smashing it depressing. <laughs> well, well, uh, I don't think you're going to smash it because uh, look. Uh, then there's I... no point to the game. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> what, what, uh, it's 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 a stupid game. Just go with it. Yeah. Um, have you heard of uh, a really bad TV show called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, Look, Sure, yeah. Have you heard about that? Really? I just, I just said yes, yep. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm in trouble. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, have you ever watched it? Oh, absolutely not. <sighs> um, the new season started uh, this uh, week. Uh, on ITV, of course, <laughs> talking about shit shows. <laughs> uh, 
And I'm oh, going so you're to talking get... about the UK version because there is an American version as well. Ah, I didn't know there was a, a US version of this. Yes, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. No, where where do they go? Yeah. I've never seen it, so I wouldn't know. I don't care about the show, but yeah, that probably will help the game. I guess me not knowing yes. anything about this. Yes. So I'm going. To I don't give think you... that's how that works, Froze. I think I think that'll actually hinder the game. But all right, keep going. <laughs> I'm going to give you the celebrity, and you just have to tell me what uh, the celebrity is known for. In this season of I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, UK. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Adam Thomas. What's, what does Adam Thomas does? Uh, singer. singer no. No, he's an Emmerdale actor. Um, this I'm a little worried about because I know that you maybe have watched this. Carol Wonderman? Waterman. Uh, okay, Waterman. Thank you. Waterman. Uh... Yeah. I guess an actress? No, she's a TV presenter and former Countdown co-host. She was a numbers lady. Yeah. Okay. Joel Dummett. Joel Dummett. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a... Um, uh, a DJ. <laughs> He's a stand-up comedian. Oh, okay. But here is the, maybe the most like funny uh, last name on the list. Uh, Jordan Banjo. Jordan Banjo. Um... <laughs> I love that name. Concert promoter. <laughs> He's a diversity dance group troop member. Uh... Larry Lamb. Lamp or lamb? Lamb. Like, uh... Chops. Yeah. Okay. Larry Lamb. Uh, he sounds like a comedian, probably. No, he's snacked. Lee Snowden. Oh, you broke up there. Say that again. Oh, Lisa Snowden. Um, soap opera, soap opera actress. <laughs> the, the sister of Edward Snowden. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't know if they, they are in family at all. No, she's a fashion model and a presenter. Um, and this is a girl. And I her name is Ola Jordan. Ola Jordan. Uh, Olympic athlete. Ooh! <laughs> She's a former Strictly Come Dancing professional dancer. Oh, so that's uh, really close. Really yeah. close. Sam Quick. Quick. Sam Quick. Um, Quick. Quick. Wait, say it again? <laughs> Sam Quick. <laughs> that's not helping me. <laughs> it's um, you. It's Q U E K. Quake. Quake. Okay. Um, model. She's an Olympic hockey player. <laughs> oh, I'm so. Uh, just to left. Scarlett Moffat. 
to uh, soap opera actors. She's a Google and uh, I love Google Docs. And uh, Wayne Bridge. Um, TV newscaster. He's a former Premier League footballer. But here's my question, Till. How many of those you know, since you are from the UK? Um, I think there were about three. Yeah? Yeah, before. Talked a, uh, a lot about this, but, but there, uh, I don't understand the show. Like, first and foremost, they never have any people on it. Famous. Yeah, it's like, I'm nearly a celebrity. Get me out of here. <laughs> it should be called that. It was almost there before you did this to me. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, it's it's so it's so strange. Like of this, I've I've heard because before before I started watching it, I had heard of two. Uh, Carol, I've heard of because I watch Down a lot and and uh, and um, uh, Scarlet Mofat because I'm a huge Google Box uh, watcher. So, well. I did destroy my giraffe. Yay! Let's, uh, let's uh, NXT predict. And now, NXT predictions. Predictions. Ready, go. <laughs> predictions. Ready, go. Tell me, what are the matches? Well, I got him. Uh, Revival versus DIY. Two, best two out of three for the NXT Tag Team Championship. And I'm saying Revival. I also said Revival. I have not seen NXT in months, probably. Maybe like two months. So I have no idea who nice. what's going on. But I'm just guessing. So um, I'll go with the other one that isn't the Revival. What did All you right. say they were called? Because I wrote their actual names down. Johnny Gargano oh, D- and Tommaso. DIY. Chandler. That's like their tag right. name. Uh, Authors of Pain versus uh, TM61 for the uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament Final. Yeah, and I'm saying 61. I said Authors of Pain. Uh, I was going to go Authors of Pain. Purely because I like the name, I don't watch NXT. (laughs) Yeah, me and Tiller are both betting on this and haven't seen any of it, so Fro has a bit, bit of an advantage. Um... Bobby Roode versus Ty Dillinger. I'm such a huge Ty Dillinger fan, uh, but I think he's going to lose. I put Dillinger. Yeah, there with Roode. Oh, I nearly wrote Booby Roode then. He's Roode. <laughs> Booby Roode. Yeah, well, Roode. Yeah, yeah I've. I wanted to go with Ty Dillinger, but I just went the same as Luke on the last one. So I'll say I'll, I'll say Booby Rods. That's what I'm Booby calling Rude. him now. Yes, Booby Rod. Yeah. All right, Oscar versus Mickey James for the women's championship. Yeah, Oscar. I put Oscar. Me too. We can match on one. I mean, I mean, <laughs> there's no fucking way they are just giving it to. To someone that's almost coming for a visit, more or less. 
Like, why would they give the female t- title to her? I understand. I, I understand. If they do it, they really uh, think they can keep her in the company. But there's no rumors about Mickey James uh, joining uh, NXT at all. So... I don't know. They're I, desperate for people. We'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, I guess. Yeah, we haven't been watching it, so I don't really have any comment <laughs> on it. Uh, Nakamura versus Joe for the NXT Championship. Yeah, Nakamura. I put Nakamura. I'll go with Joe. Getting to know Joe. Getting to know. <laughs> Oops, wrong podcast. <laughs> and if you get that... A little thing. You're a smart person. Yes. Yes. Uh, that was it. Yeah, yep. that's all the matches. Hey, uh, uh, I tried to lose uh, the competition this week by giving you something good instead of something bad. Uh, so it wasn't torture look with TV. Uh, this week it was give uh, Luke something really really good instead wasn't it or did I trick you oh yeah you totally tricked me I was totally thrown off by your saying that it was good even though we're doing a competition about things that are bad (laughs) Um, yeah I watched Vanderpump Rules this week uh, season 5 episode 1 I believe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is this not the newest episode because there was one this week, but um, it was the first episode of the newest season, I guess. And I had no idea what was happening in the show the whole time. <laughs> Zero concept of what was going on. You would have to have watched it, I guess, every season of it to have any concept. Like, there's no going into it and being like, oh, I'll just start it in the middle. That's not happening with this show because I have zero idea what, what was happening, really. But. Can I tell um, you I never ever watched a single episode of this. <laughs> I just know that <laughs> it exists. <laughs> never ever seen it. Uh, so I saw it for the first time this week as well because I, I want to see your punishment. And I was so fucking confused. I was like, who are those people? And why do the, the fuck do I care? Right, it's the first. Uh, episode of the season so they should do some like introduction to people there is no introduction at all it's just <laughs> so they just go right into the story from last season like instantly from the very moment one so you have no idea you have no like backstory to anything that's happening uh at all they don't try to do any flashback or anything like that uh maybe a little explanation like only in the context of them going referencing something from the previous season that's the only time you get any like yeah it's not like an explanation it's like a reference to something else but there's a restaurant uh, run by this lady lisa vanderpump hence the name and uh it's called sir and i'm just gonna go with the stories that were kind of lingering around in this there was this guy named james and this girl named lala and everybody in at this uh, restaurant hates them so they didn't want them to show up at this party, but they showed up at the party anyways. <laughs> and then there's this guy ass. named Jax who like uh, was spreading rumors that his girlfriend was a lesbian for some reason, just because he wanted to be a jerk to his girlfriend. I'm not really sure why. And uh, 
James, the one that was being a dick to everybody at the party, he's he claims that his parents are getting divorced. It, it, that that's the reason he's such a dick to everybody. And then there was some fat shaming. Actually, there was a lot of fat shaming. In the show. Oh, so much fat shaming in this show. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the gist of what I understood, I guess. Uh, don't have any... I have no clue who any of those... Like, I named, like, what? One, two, three, four, five. Five people right there. Yeah. Uh, and there was probably another 15, pe- like, characters in the show oh, that yeah. I didn't cover. And there were just all different stories about them that I had no idea what the, those stories were. I have no... Yeah. But it's all about this restaurant and... <laughs> These people who work at it in L.A. and and they're all terrible people. So, um, I gave this an eight point two five. Yay! So it's up there, but it's kind of grouped together with the rest of them because it's kind of a similar show to uh, the last bunch of shows that I done, did. So there you go. It's uh, kind of that E Network. This was on Bravo, but it's kind yeah. of that E Network reality show looking show, and it. Very similar to a lot of other ones. I I compare this more to like the hills than anything else, I guess. Oh yes, yes. Uh, the hills was fake, by the way. Oh really? Reality shows are fake, bro. Thank you. Tell. <laughs> but uh, that means that we uh, are coming to the last last round, Tilly. So oh. what are you going to torture Luke with? Well, I've been toying between two different things. Okay. One would be to continue on from my last Torture Luke thing and make him watch the next episode of Dance Moms. No, you can't but, do that. Yeah, but you can't I think... The same show oh, twice. That's okay, and, then. And, yeah. oh, it's in, in the rules. I'm definitely going to do <laughs> Kendra on Top, Series 3, Episode 1. I've the episode's called Spill Some milk. episodes of this show, but yep, me too. <laughs> you want to say the the number again? Fro was laughing over. I didn't get it. Series three, episode one, and it's called Spilled <laughs> Milk. Episode one. All right. <laughs> I've actually seen something of this. I've seen all of Kendra on top. I just know Luke will hate it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I've seen some of this as well. So, Ooh. Did, did you did you like the bits that you watched? I don't remember. I don't. I okay. probably not because I don't even You're... remember. But I just know. I just remember she has a basketball husband, and they've got a big house, and she's yeah. got an annoying laugh. That's all. And I his remember. last name is Basket. He's a basketball player with his <laughs> yeah. last name. His his last name is Basket. Mm-hmm. I think he was near football player. Some well, kind of sports. clever name, I guess. Unless he was <laughs> a football really? player. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, that is a good show. Um, uh, what? Yes, I know what we're doing. I'm stalling because I know what we're doing. No, we are finally going to decide what is the best soda ever. Soda, soda. Soda, soda. Uh, I have to open this with that I have not tasted anybody, like, everybody on this list. Right. Yeah, I, have, I, I don't think I've tasted most of your guys's. 
Yeah, so this is going to be a weird competition. But I, I again, but what are you gonna do? Yep. <laughs> so uh, first, it's my uh, pick, uh, Schwab's Russian. Um, I really like Schwab's Russian. It's it's a bitter soda. Uh, it's uh, really good uh, alone. Or people use it a lot of times to drink, mix it. But uh, it's a kind of a pink color. And uh, yeah, it, it tastes grapefruity, I would say. Mm. That's, yeah. And uh, look, your choice Pepsi. What is that? <laughs> you never heard of that. Yeah. Right. Everybody's probably had Pepsi. It's a cola <laughs> opposite of Coke. So, Pepsi. Pepsi. Cool. Uh, you're going to vote for Pepsi, I guess, Luke? Yeah. I don't, I don't like Schweppes anything. So. <gasps> Ooh. Really? That's weird. I just don't like the aftertaste of Schweppes. So. Ooh. Uh, with Schweppes Russian, of course. That is uh, really I. I'm not a huge Coca-Cola man. Uh, I don't really like Pepsi, to be honest. And I'm going to probably surprise people a bit. Go for the Schweppes Russian because Pepsi yeah. gives me really stomach ache. Yeah, I'm okay with Coke, like Coca-Cola or cheap cola yeah. or yeah. But Pepsi, just for some reason, it it doesn't like me, rather than me not liking it. <laughs> then we have Schweppes lemon. That is also my pick. Uh, guess what it tastes like? Mm, cheese. Cheese is nice. correct. <laughs> yes, Schweppes lemon. Uh, it's maybe the most famous Schweppes. I, I would say. Uh, I I use I I when I go to the cinema, I always take Schweppes lemon because I think it taste really good with popcorn for some strange reason. Mm. Then you, I have your pick, Tilly. I never ever tasted this. What, what is this? This is a strawberry Lucozade. Now, Lucozade is like a high glucose energy drink. Okay. Um, it's not like the Red Bulls that are full of caffeine and everything. It's more of a, a sugar hit for after you've been working out normally. But they're brilliant for a hangover. And the strawberry flavor is just phenomenal. It's, okay. You can wake up hungover, have half a bottle of strawberry Luca. doesn't make you feel sick. It's not got any of the horrible aftertaste that things that normally give you energy have. And, yeah, it sorts you right out. Fix everything. <laughs> I think it's kind of unfair that you picked this because uh, Luke is called Luke. So he will always vote for something that has his name in it. <laughs> That's why I did it. Uh, uh, so I guess you are uh, voting for Lucasaid. I definitely am. I mean, and I'm going for Lemon because I never tasted yours. And I haven't tasted either of these, so this is good. Uh, but I don't like... I the only reference I have to either of these is that I've had Schweppes regular, and I don't like Schweppes, so I'm going to go with the strawberry, whatever, Lucozade. Lucozade, yeah. I mean, it's almost like your neck look. So, 
What? Uh, my neck? Your neck. Your your neck is like Luke said. Uh, oh yeah, L- you neck. Yeah, Luke L said. To, oh, to, oh yeah, okay. To All right, my nickname. I, I have no. I had no idea what was happening. All right. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, another thing that I have never tasted. Uh, Rubicon mango. What is yes. that? This is apparently said their adverts a few years ago. The leading drink in India, which is probably why. Yeah, it's been over in Asia. You know. Mango juice, papaya juice, guava juice, fruit juice, but with a what? little bit of a, a fizz to it is what Rubicon have done. And the Rubicon mango, you can get it as a flat juice or you can get it as a can of soda, carb, but not so carbonated that you have a sip out of it when you first open it and it makes you hiccup. It's like mm. a nice, it tickles you with bubbles and then mango mm. goodness, goodness and it's lovely. I don't think there's any added sugar. It's just sweet enough with the fruit that they eat. Cool. Cool bean. Uh, then we have my pick. That is A&W's uh, root beer. The reason why I picked A&W is because I it. <laughs> I, I really like root beer. Like in all general sense, I, I tend to, when I'm in America, drink a lot of fruit beer, uh, but uh, A&W fruit beer, I, I really enjoy that. So I'm for that, and you are going to vote for your mango, uh, yeah. Luke. Luke. Well, I've only had A&W root beer, like that. Okay. Did you like it? Uh, all the time, so yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. fair enough, then. It is a good root beer. Uh, yeah, uh, I like mug root beer better, but A&W is all right. Then we have Sprite. Taylor, what is that? Never heard about that? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is my one that everybody would have done, definitely. Of course, I know. Yeah, lemon-lime, lemonade type thing. Everybody likes it. It's better than 7-Up. <laughs> it's definitely better than 7-Up. I, I mean, I like 7-Up better than Sprite. Really? <laughs> You can freeze Sprite, and fr- Sprite still tastes warm to me, uh, no That's matter what. Weird. I like 7-Up better. No. But then again, if you, you'd prefer Pepsi to Coke. Yeah. Right. That'd be it, because they're the same family. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have something that I thought was something else. Uh, <laughs> is it okay that I say that I thought Squatch was something else, Luke? Why don't you say what you thought it was, bro? No. I don't <laughs> really want to talk about that. Luke, what's your squirt that you're referring to? <laughs> show is terrible. I knew this was going to be a terrible show. Uh, it's a grapefruit soda. Uh, carbonated. Oh. It's pretty good. Yep. Mm, I love grapefruit. Uh, Tilly, you're going for Sprite, I guess? Well, yeah, kind of got to. It's got to have somebody on its behind its back. 
it's got yeah. its back. Get the phrasing I, right. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I enjoy uh, Sprite as well, but I'm going to go with Squirt, uh, most because of the name, but uh, also I really like. Uh, I, I really in, enjoy everything that's a little like, uh, like Schweppes lemon or, or or Russian. I like a little tingy taste. You like bitter and tart. I do. Squirt really isn't that bitter. Like it, it's a, it's really sweet, but it has the grapefruit taste. I don't know how to describe it other than that, but yeah, it's a grapefruity. Cool. It's grapefruity then, in the way that Dr Pepper is uh, pruny. Yeah, because the next one is Dr Pepper. Tele. What That's is that? Fine. Never heard uh, about that. <laughs> it's the thing that makes things bad happen. I think. Says <laughs> all the uh, adverts. I yeah, Dr. I don't actually know what Dr. Pepper is. I don't, Obviously, I drink it. Yeah. I see the Originally, cans, when it, when Dr. Pepper came out, it was um, made from uh, prune juice. Mm. It was a soda based out of prune juice. I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with that now, but that's where the flavor uh, is based out of, yeah. Dr. That's Pepper weird. used to be advertised as, like, an elixir. Uh, it was around before Coke, actually, so. Cool. Wow. Huh. Oh, yeah, cool, they Dr. Used to, Pepper. It used to be like advertised as you could drink it and it, it would uh, make you get uh, it would perk you up and uh, get you through the day, you know, like kind of like coffee and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. then we have Mountain Dew. Never heard about this. No. <laughs> what is this? Uh, another. It's a caffeinated drink, but it's green and it looks like yeah. slime from the Ghostbusters movies. <laughs> and um, it just. Uh, it's a, another PepsiCo product, so I think a lot of mine are PepsiCo products, actually. But um, but this is it, good. it's classic. It's classic, <laughs> yeah, and it's named after um, moonshine, which that's yeah. interesting. But yeah, that's what oh, that's what Mountain Dew that. is referring to is the uh, Dew of the Mountain. People used to make uh, moonshine in the mountains, so that's why they call it Mountain Dew. But yeah, oh. uh, uh, Tilly, what do you like the most? Dr Pepper. I only had Mountain Dew like once. This one's really hard because I yeah. like both. I do too. Um, I guess I'll go with Mountain Dew and just force Fro to decide because I can't really decide. Uh, fuck you. Uh, since I have a, a better Dr. Pepper a little later, I'm going with Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, I've never had that. The upcoming well, one. You, you, you have to vote for it then to see Dr. Piper uh, going forward. But uh, New York Seltzer Raspberry. Uh, I, I've i heard of this because of uh, Luke. That gave me a lot of links this week. <laughs> and it's... It's a clear uh, raspberry drink, uh, isn't it, Luke? Right, it's just a clear raspberry soda that uh, yeah. was around in the 80s and 90s, and then it kind of disappeared. Uh, I think it's bottled in Canada, actually, and uh, but it's called New York Seltzer. And right. uh, they brought it back recently, and it's like one of my favorite sodas. Uh, and I have my favorite soda of all time, actually, uh, Dr. Pepper. I really love Dr. Pepper, but Dr. Pepper Sherry is better. I 
love Sherry Taste in Dr. Pepper, and I think it's the better Dr. Pepper, to be honest. I actually have a oh, New York Seltzer raspberry right here. I'm going to open it and drink it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so then we can get one... the real gist of it. We totally know what it's like after you've <laughs> drank it. Yeah. yeah. Tap into my brainstem, and then you can tell exactly what's going on in my head. So yeah. I'm voting for Dr. Pepper Sherry. Lucas voting for New York Seltzer Raspberry, I guess. Until he hasn't had either of these, so you get to decide on so does you yeah. haven't had. I'm going with the one that Luke's currently drinking right now. All right. How about the raspberry seltzer one? Because I'll probably drink that, to be fair. I, uh, Screw you, Cherry I... Dr. Pepper. You voted Mountain Dew over my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I actually prefer regular Dr. Pepper over Cherry Dr. Pepper. Uh, no. Myself, but that's just me. Boo you. Okay. Then we Cherry have... Dr. Pepper is a little too sweet, I think. I love it. Then we have uh, Shreps Russian against Strawberry Lucasade. Uh, Luke. I have no idea. I haven't had either of these. So, uh, oh, it's another Schweppes versus Strawberry Lucasade, though. So I'm going to have to go Strawberry Lucasade. Hey. Uh, I'm going. Yeah, and I'm going with Russian, of course. Uh, and Tilly? Uh, I'll go with Strawberry Lucasade. Cool. Because it's amazing. Then we have A and W Root Bear against Squirt. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going Squirt. I, li- I like have Squirt in my house at all times. <laughs> <laughs> squirt, 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 Squirt. How many times can you say Squirt? One podcast. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> diet uh, squirt. I have <laughs> diet. Uh, uh, can I vote for full fat squirt? Is that allowed? <laughs> uh, it's got to be squirt. Mm, and I'm going for squirt as well. Yeah, squirt. Squirt. <clears throat> then we have Mountain Dew against uh, New York Seltzer Raspberry. Uh, Tilly? Uh, the raspberry one. Uh, I'm going with Mountain Dew. Uh, these are both mine. Uh, I guess I'll go New York Salsa Raspberry because it's a little more obscure. Uh, okay. Uh, I I already know who I want to win. Um, so it's Strawberry Lucasade against Squirt, 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 Squirt. Till <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> I'm going to vote for LucasAid, but I hope you guys choose Squirt. Yeah, I'm picking Squirt. I'm picking Squirt. Squirt, Squirt. Uh, then we have Squirt against New York Cells Raspberry. I'm picking Squirt. 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 Uh, I'll go New York Cells Raspberry just to give it a vote. I'm going to be nice I... like Big Brother. <laughs> and winner of the all-time best soda ever... Of course, it's Squirt. Yay! Yay! Which have Squirt either of you moment. even had this? Or no. I know Fro no. hasn't. Tilly? Oh, okay. No, never. No. You got, now you got to go out and try some. Go <laughs> and try some Squirt. <laughs> Where would one purchase some Squirt, perchance? <laughs> Ask your boyfriend about that. <laughs> hey, Dick, I need some Squirt. 
<laughs> yeah, that sounds way better. <laughs> we are We're so just shutting off, shutting off the podcast right now. Just we are so off. fucking childish. <laughs> no, come on, don't get, don't put me in your group of. I'm over here. Oh, oh we're dragging you in, Luke. You're you're in our club. <laughs> you're in the sh- childish club. Oh my god. Okay, it's. Time. I'm over here thinking about uh, poos, and you guys are all trying to make it all something dirty. Oh wait. Yeah, because you're just you know <laughs> just thinking shit. <laughs> don't think shit. Think sexy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Rude things. So now it's time to listen to the audio trailer. Arrival. There are Lava that bear. Your story beyond your life. <laughs> That's scary. Like the there was a kid in a outfit, so it looked like he was riding a horse. I want one of those. Hi, It's a man in black. It's a man in black in camo. And a helicopter. Black helicopter. You'll be reporting to me, but you'll be working with him. Super sneaky That's what they call a UFO. So, oh, a big. Has somebody laid a massive egg on planet? Yeah, it's. The Easter Bunny showed up and he was just like, F it, I'm not giving out <laughs> stuff to everybody. I'm just doing one <laughs> big egg for the whole earth. <laughs> yeah, can we get it? <laughs> so big it floaty look- egg. It looks like a licorice boat. Oh, it's got no gravity on the inside. What? Do you know why they have a bird with them? Uh, to see whether it's poisonous? Yes. Like the miners. Are you insane? Oh, starfish. More objects have landed around the world. This is one of 12. I'm never going to be able to speak their words. So it's a district. 10, 11, 12, 13. No. It's the ring, apparently. We need to make sure that they understand <laughs> the difference between a weapon yes. and a tool. This Language is the black final of the ring movie. One can be both. Mm-hmm. They just didn't name it. The Are same. you dreaming in their language? He looks like he's from yes. one of the ring movies. It's possible they're prodding us to fight among ourselves. <laughs> this is just the way to force us to work together for once. It's more complicated than that. How is it more complicated? Uh, Russia just executed one of their own to keep their secret. Got 21 hours before they start global war. So how do we clarify their intentions? I go back in. So is this movie suggesting if, if well, the aliens the land that that war is going to start between the U.S. and Russia? Is that the opposite of what would happen? Mm, yeah, sure. No, not really. Unless the Russians were saying that it's the Americans, the Americans were saying that it was the Russians. I guess so. Arrival. What is this movie about, Luke? I don't know. I haven't I think it's about something arriving. Something gets somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to say it's about aliens of some type. Linguistic professor Louise Banks leads an elite team of investigators when gigantic spaceships touch down in 12 locations around the world. Mm-hmm. It's got 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, where have you gotten your review from, to Lukey? <laughs> you were like, I'm going to go to uh, to Lukey. Um, <laughs> to Lukey. Went to the Facebook page. Uh, I got two kind of short ones, one good, one bad. From okay. One from Kevin Harris. This is, uh, this is one of the weakest, anticlimactic, stupid, boring, and asinine alien movies I have ever seen. I wanted a, a refund, but I sat through this garbage waiting for something to happen. But I've I've seen terrible movies before this one, but this is the worst. The ending is so lame that it brought tears to my eyes. I don't know what that means. Uh, and then Ronnie Ronstar says, If 2001 A Space Odyssey is a cinematic tree of thoughtful science fiction, then Contact, Interstellar, and, uh, and Arrival are branches of that tree. So that's mm-hmm. it. Definitely. Uh, Tilly? I found mine on Rotten Tomatoes, and um, Mac P only gave it half a star. Because I was looking through, there weren't that many negative reviews, but I like the negative ones. I found this guy with half a star. He says, I gave it 20 minutes. I really wanted to like it. I wanted to be able to watch it. Oh, I wanted to even be able to watch it. It was only the second movie I've ever walked out on and gotten a refund out of hundreds of movies. I wish I could give it zero stars. Wow. Don't think he liked it. Huh. Uh, I got my review from watching it. <laughs> hey. Uh, this is this genera- uh like... Arrival is this generation's uh, th- uh, third. Uh, uh, what is it called? Third encounter of no. close encounters of the third Closer. kind. Yes, thank you. Uh, I will say that this probably will come on my list of the best movies I've seen of this year uh, because. Uh, I gave it a 10 out of 10 after watching it. And I'm skeptical on on movies, but I, I, I just feel like they're really... I, I can't say anything negative about this other than that Jer- Jeremy Rayner is in it. That's the most negative thing about it. I I don't really like him. Never liked him. Uh, he's a stupid actor. Uh, other than that, I, I I will say to everybody that has the possibility, just watch it. It's it's a movie not about aliens really. Uh, it's more it's more uh, about communication. I would say. And um, maybe I, I cried at the ending as well. Uh, but for it's a really sad movie, uh, to be honest. And uh, yeah, it got me. It's got to my heartstrings, and I, I freaking loved it. Uh, I will be super surprised if this isn't in uh, my top five movies uh, of this year. Uh, and definitely in my top 50 movies of all time, actually. Wow. And that, yeah. And I, I think it's hard 
to get into that list. So, uh, like I said, when we had a break, uh, just after I I watched it, I want to to see it again, and uh, that is maybe uh, a good mark, I think. Have you watched any uh, movies this week, Tilly? For some strange reason. No, just about eight movies worth of pit bulls and parolees. <laughs> ah, pit bulls and parolees. Uh, what about you, Luke? Uh, yeah, I saw Zootopia this week. Uh, ah. It's on Netflix. Have either of you seen that? Yeah. No, but I wanted to. Yeah, if you go to um, Rotten Tomatoes on their top 100, I think I said this last week, but it's number one uh, for most reviewed, best reviews uh, of their top 100 in 2016. So I thought, okay, I might as well check it out because it looks like a lot of people liked it. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, the yeah. animation is really fun. The storyline's really cool. Uh, there's some weird things going on with the storyline about to. Somehow, at the end of it, they they to beat the system, you have to be a cop. That's yeah. to less. beat the system, get inside the system, be a cop, and then somehow that will make you beat the system. I'm not sure if that's how that works, but <laughs> uh, you know that's the story they're going with. So, uh, but it, all in all, it was a fun movie. It had a lot of good funny parts, and it was a kids movie. But um, uh, I'd let my nieces and nephews watch it, and and they'd have fun with it. So, yeah. I I think it's a cute movie. Uh, I'm not huge on it. Uh, I I think there's better animated movies for sure, but it's one of the best new new newest animated movies that have been made. I would say. But uh, what else have you have you watched another movie this week? Luke? Who me? No, I have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I watched a German... <laughs> yes. I watched a German horror movie this week um, called UFO Is Here. Uh, it is here. Uh, um, it's a found footage movie um, by a German filmmaker I never ever heard about. Uh it's one of the most scariest uh, found footage movies I've seen in my entire life. Really? Uh, yes. Um, I think there's something special about Germans. Like, they, they know how to scare you. Like, they tried with the Nazis. I was really scared about the Nazis. Uh, uh, because I was alive then, of course. Uh, <laughs> But, but uh, uh, yeah, German horror movie. Can you go wrong with a German horror movie? I've uh, never seen no. one. Uh, me neither. Uh, before this this week, but another movie that I also uh, watched this this week because it finally came out on uh, on. Um, uh, places where you can get it was Snowden uh, by um, and I'm a little surprised that Luke hasn't watched that uh, but uh, it's actually a good movie uh, finally by uh, oh, I never I never remember uh, this name of the director 
that name made Snowden. Luke, do you remember? Uh, I, I, is, uh, isn't it the kid from Happy Days? I don't remember. Uh, no, uh, but uh, it's uh, uh, come on. Uh, my just brain. Look it up, bro. <laughs> I'll look it up real quick. Oliver Stone. Uh, Oliver Stone. Yeah, Oliver Stone finally made made a good movie. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, plays Snowden. I think you would like it. I was excited for it before it came out, and then I saw some of the reviews it got and some of the things people said about it uh, and how much Alex Jones praised that it was the best movie of all time, and I kind of was off by it, but yeah. Okay. Uh, But last but not least, because I watched this as well, I watched Pete's Dragon. Uh... Have you seen the original Pete's Dragon, Luke? Yeah, Fro, we talked about this on the show. We talked when? about this movie, remember? Yeah, I think we all saw it, right? I didn't, Have but you? I was aware oh. of it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's now came out uh, as, a, as a kind of um, uh, live-action movie. I fu- oh with the furry dragon. Yeah. Uh, don't have <laughs> high expectations for this movie. I fucking hated it. I think it's the worst, like real, real movie of an animated movie I have ever, ever, ever seen. Like, it's really, 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 really bad. The original Peace it, Dragon wasn't an animated movie. It was a live action. Well. Yes, it just had an animated dragon in it. Which this also you. is a live action film that has an animated dragon in it. So. Well, but it has Robert Redford in it. Uh, and it's it's not that good, to be honest. I I didn't like it. I've seen many good things about it, but I think my expectations for it was pretty high. Mm-hmm. So, if you go into it with low expectations, I guess, I guess it's good. Well, um, uh, you know, after How to Train Your Dragon, I think you'd have to do something spectacular with anything to do with a dragon. I love Even if they are trying to do it with dogs. Me too. Oh. It's just, it's the best. And that's it doesn't oh. try to be too real, but you still love... All of them. <laughs> right. I want dragons from How to Train Your Dragon. I mean, maybe the best uh, dragon movie after uh, How to Train Your Dragon is Aragon. Have you seen that, Tila? I haven't, no. Such a pile of garbage. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to trick her. Uh, it's so but trick, trick Tilly into watching a movie. Uh, good and then it'd be one. awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, the one time it's... it works, it just puts me off forever and ever. <laughs> yeah, that's a really bad idea, bro. Uh, I know. Have you seen? Uh, do you remember how disappointed you were when you saw that movie? <laughs> it was so fucking bad. I, I wasn't it. disappointed. I knew it was going to be bad when I went into it, but that was just me. Really? There was a worse dragon movie. What was the uh, Ring of Fire? Was it called? Ah, oh, Ring of Fire. Oh. Is that the name of it? 
No, remember. but I know what you mean. <laughs> That's um, the funny thing. Something of fire. Yeah. Uh, Chamber? No. No. Uh, I would have to look it up. Uh, yeah. Baptism of fire. Baptism <laughs> <laughs> of fire. Squirt of fire. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, Survivor Series. Uh, rain, rain of Fire. Rain of Fire was, yes. Yeah. Holy shit, what a bad movie. That was probably the worst one of those dragon movies we talked about right there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I think Oregon is up there. <laughs> yeah, they might be kind of on the same level, but they're just, yeah, just as bad. Uh, that kid finding that fucking stupid uh, dragon. Oh, uh, what a bad movie. Um, uh, yes, another uh, uh, digital citizen are not going, are now going, sorry, to talk about Survivor Series predictions. What are uh, the Survivor Series uh, Would you believe matches? we have the exact same number of matches as we do for NXT? For a four-hour pay-per-view, not sure. I'm pretty sure we're gonna get some extra ones here that we don't have on the sheet. But right. I can't believe that. I Given mean, how the, many's in each? Yeah, the Survivor Series matches last a while, but still four hours. It's not even gonna just be a three-hour pay-per-view, and four hours plus the pre-show, right? So, uh, Brian Kendrick versus Kalisto for the cruiserweight championship. Yep, Tiller. Uh. Oh, I think Brian Kendrick's probably going to keep it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I said Kalisto. Uh, I should mention this is for if Kalisto wins, SmackDown Live gets an entire cruiserweight division. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Because they are moving it after SmackDown. Right. I kind of thought maybe uh, you guys didn't remember that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm changing my pick then. Kalisto. Okay. I'll stick with my original one because I'm not cheating. <laughs> I didn't want to like. <laughs> I didn't want to put one on over. Try to put one over on anybody because I didn't read that or whatever, and have it have somebody say it, that back on me. But all right, the Miz versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I think Sami Zayn is going to win it and come to SmackDown. Uh, I put Zayn as well. Yeah. Oh, I was going to, but I want to be different. So I'll say The Miz. All right. I feel like one of those shouldn't go that the way that, that it, uh, I'm thinking, but it kind of has to. Cause yeah. They, yeah. Um, all right. Team Raw versus uh, Team SmackDown. Uh, tag team version of the match. New Day, Club, uh, Sheamus, Cesaro, Enzo, and Cass, and the Shining Stars. On Team Raw, Keith Slater, Rhino, Hype Bros, American Alpha, The Usos, and Breezango on Team <laughs> You mean the really, really, really bad tag teams against really, really good tag team match? Yep. Well, uh, SmackDown has a couple good ones, but yes. Yeah, but uh, I'm going in with Raw. Me too. Uh, and Luke. I actually went with SmackDown. Cool. Uh, next, we're going to do the women's, the Team Raw, Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, and Sa- 
Sasha Banks. Alicia Fox is in there. When did that happen? All right. Uh, maybe I just didn't notice her when they showed it on Raw. Uh, Team SmackDown, uh, Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, and Carmella. With Natalia as their coach. Yes. Oh, so <laughs> really important. important. Yes, really important. Uh, Raw. Uh, I went with Raw as well. I'll go SmackDown because I think Natalia is going to do something coming out as a coach. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think she's going to get in the way and probably make Raw win. But <laughs> The uh, men's Survivor Series match, uh, Team Raw, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Team SmackDown, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and Shane McMahon. Hooray. SmackDown! And I said Team Raw. Hmm. Down to me. This is the only one that I don't have strong feelings about. I'll go with SmackDown. Because it's got Randy Orton and AJ Styles in it. And Shane McMahon. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't fancy him. All right. Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Final match of the night. Uh, the, I really, really, really don't care about this match. Match. There's always one. Mm. All right, why don't you go first this time, Tilly? Since you haven't. Uh, Brock. Because yeah. surely he has to. Surely. Every has time to. Brock fights, he has to because it just looks yeah. stupid. If anybody, yeah. unless some young whippersnapper three times his size comes up, then they can beat him. Mm-hmm. I said Lesnar as well. All right. That was easy. Were you uh, saying Brock as well, Fro? Oh, oh yes, definitely. Should we have uh, um, a tiebreaker? I think we should be good this week because we got NXT and we have oh, both yeah. of them. The chances are super low. So yeah, I we'll guess come so. up with something. Yeah, with NXT, it's pretty impossible not for us to have a tie, but we'll see. Uh, are you going to watch uh, NXT this uh, Saturday? Um, yeah, probably, as, as long as I'm around. I'm not really super interested because I don't really know what's going on, but I'm sure the wrestling will be good. I'm interested in seeing uh, Nakamura versus Joe. So, Cool. That will always be That'd fun be... no matter what. If you want to join us on Skype for that, you're more than welcome. Uh, we're going to have Skype chat uh, both on... Um, Saturday and Sunday, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, then we are done with this week. Uh, do you have any plugs? No? No. I, I seem to forget something. Hmm, could it be the best episode of Westworld ever? I forgot. You can't forget Westworld. Uh, not a double not, double you <laughs> especially the, not this fucking good episode I didn't think it was the best episode ever but it was alright I think it was the best episode ever because uh, I was by, well yeah you can think that but just by my notes I can tell you I didn't there was a lot of um, parts where uh, a lot of long parts where stuff wasn't happening storyline wise so as far as storyline content, this had a lot less. There was a lot more action happening in this in this episode. So 
If you like I, that, I, then yeah, that's probably the way you like it. I, I just, and reveals. I just, and reveals, yeah. I was tricked, to say it mildly. Right, so yeah, tell the, us the about Westworld. <laughs> yeah, just tell us just the ending. <laughs> I'm just going to go right ending? through the ending. Just yes. skip to the ending. Um, episode this week was called Trump Louis, uh, which if you look it up, uh, it basically means, means optical illusion. Long live Trump. Oh. <laughs> ah. uh, vi- uh, the definition, visual I- illusion in art, especially as used to trick the eye into perceiving a painted detail as a three-dimensional object. So. Oh. Okay. That's the title of this episode. I uh, got 1.75 million. Uh, starting to bump back up. This week, for some reason, oh, yeah. on my Facebook, I yeah, we got some news. Yeah, I was gonna get. I was gonna get into that in a second. Uh, I saw yeah. this week on Facebook a lot of people on my Facebook feed all of a sudden were posting they were watching Westworld and hadn't seen that up until this last week. Uh, did anybody else notice that in their social media yeah. or anything? Uh, in no? the actual talking to people, I did. Oh really? Like okay. Nobody, nobody knew about it. Nobody knew about it. Nobody knew about it. And I was watching it. Was it yesterday? And my friend came round, and I was just like, "Oh, hang on, I've got to pause things." Shh. Like paused it. Like I'm watching Westworld. He's like, "Oh yeah, my missus is watching that." And like loads of other people are starting to come out of the woodwork. Like, "Oh, you've right. seen Westworld." Yeah this, week, yeah, this week just seemed to be that the week where that just kind of happened. And yeah, uh, this week, like Fro said, uh, we got a news story came out uh, that we're going to get a new season uh not next year but the year after possibly so it got renewed but it's going to take probably until 2018 beginning of 2018 for us to get another season so i suppose it would take a while I, I to make wait. yeah i can yeah, it's good it just, enough yeah. to after the wait it takes a it's a lot of work it's it would be a lot of work to make the show so i understand having to take that long and uh it cost them a hundred million dollars to make this this season so if they put more money into it next season we'll see what happens but uh i mean the the ratings really aren't that great but they're good enough for hbo so um let's open up our show westworld episode seven we do our opening we again don't get uh last week on those two episodes where they had those last week on are going to bother me through the whole season if they don't do it again but maybe they just run out of like time when they were editing and stuff oh we can't we're gonna have to cut too much out let's just forget about the previously on for yeah for the rest of the time we just have way too much content but those two episodes they didn't have enough content so they just decided to add them in because they didn't have enough i can tell you that um so we open up in a hospital room bernard is reading alice in wonderland to his dead son uh and his son basically kind of dies right in front of him and this was all a dream because uh bernard wakes up in his apartment um which, remember, this was all a dream that we just saw. Remember that for later. Uh, so Bernard wakes yeah, up and he... I, I really felt bad for Bernard. And this. I was like... Oh, God, oh. it was awful. His little yeah, boy just, was Dad, really, listen. Really and the last thing he says yeah. is listen. And then passes uh-huh. away right in front of him. And I was like, but, yeah. this is super sad. Yeah, so he wakes up kind of in a sweat, and he looks at a picture of him and his son uh, that he has on his bedside table. So we go to the lab, and this is in the daytime, I guess. Bernard is analyzing Hector, uh, our villain guy, 
and he wants to know if Hector is questioning his own reality. So they're kind of going through and testing every host to see if uh, they're having any of the same problems uh, as the stray did, obviously. And so uh, he shows them these pictures that are like of the outside world. And Hector says, they don't look like anything to me, uh, which we've heard from other people in the past. I think the first time we heard it was from Dolores's original dad before he got put into the cold storage. If you guys remember that. Uh, yeah, she, didn't she find a picture or something? Or... Right. Uh, the picture yeah. in the dirt. Yeah. Which I'm still waiting for a call back to that guy. I'm, su- I'm assuming he's going to come back in the next few episodes. Um, Bernard's assistant or somebody like uh, somebody else in the lab comes in and tells him that Hector is been reserved by management. Did you guys know exactly what was going on here? I was like, oh, I know exactly what's happening here. But... I didn't know. Okay. Uh, Bernard asked Elsie. Uh, oh, he asked the guy about about Elsie. Uh, but she isn't in work. Uh, I think we know why she's not at work. But Bernard is very confused. Like, why didn't Elsie come in? Where is Elsie at? Uh, the last time I talked to her, she was getting information out of a random uh, computer in the middle of Westworld. So. We don't get any more about her on this show. We also don't get any more of the man in black on the show. Do you guys find that interesting? Mm-hmm. I didn't notice, but yeah, now you've drawn my attention to it. Yeah, neither one of those storylines got uh, any play on the show, which I thought was kind of interesting. I mean, besides the point that uh, that Bernard was saying, oh, where's Elsie? Besides that, uh, we didn't yeah. get any other uh, storyline going towards that. So. Um, so we go to this train that we were on early uh, in last episode with William and Lawrence and uh, Dolores and Lawrence and William are playing poker and outside the window, Dolores is looking out the window and she sees all these skulls that are on these big spikes. And Lawrence says that they're going into ghost nation territory. So they, uh, they lock this train down with these big giant metal, uh, covers over the windows that ha- so they can uh, keep off uh, these Native Americans that are supposed to be terrifying. Uh, so we go back to the lab and Bernard tries to call Elsie on his uh, magical phone from the future and uh, nothing. He doesn't get an answer and he tries to locate her phone using some type of locating device and nothing. So now Bernard's okay. obviously pretty worried. Because, I mean, her phone doesn't even exist is what it is, what his thing's saying to him right here. Which is strange, hmm. right? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, Teresa, we go to Teresa's office, and Bernard and Teresa are arguing about, uh, they're arguing about Elsie looking into Teresa's uh, team and what their, their, their lack of uh, foresight into what's going on with these hosts and why they're, they're having so many problems. Uh, and Bernard says that she's done looking into it. Don't even worry about it. Again, maybe I can look into something about that into the future. Why Bernard would say that to her. Uh, Teresa seems like Bernard leaves and you, Teresa does the look away. And you can tell she's kind of looking past the camera. And you can tell Teresa's a little bit maybe still in love with Bernard. So we go to Charlotte's apartment now because Teresa uh, went there and she knocks on the door and you hear noises behind the door and uh, Charlotte comes to the door and she's naked and 
see Hector on the bed. So now we realize Charlotte was the management that called Hector here. Uh, and she was she just wanted him for sex. Uh, why she would answer the door naked, I think, was more of like a power play because she said that she called her there for a meeting. So I think she was doing it as a power play, as like a manager kind of power play. And having play. Hector on the bed tied to the bed as well. She's not just going right. there. She, he's tied up and to the headboard. And he's bleeding from the mouth, right? Yeah. You could kind of hear her beating him up in a way. But Charlotte uh, is kind of disappointed in Teresa, she says, because of the stray the whole stray thing happening and uh because ford is spending tons and tons of money on this uh new idea that nobody knows what it is yet the the canyon i guess and everything else that he's building it for a new storyline and she says the board only cares about his code and that the rest of it is it doesn't matter to them that that's the end goal for them is to get complete copyright of the code so that he uh, he's out of the picture and Ford told the board that his information was only in the park and that it was safe there for the last 35 years, which, of course, I guess we know at this point that Teresa is doing it. But does Charlotte know? It seems like she doesn't. That yeah. sending, sending the information out of the park. Yeah. I, th- I thought she did know. How? I I don't know. I kind of assumed because she, she didn't. Wasn't Teresa all about saying that she did it for? It to seems get like Ford's information to the sort of the business people. Right. I think we get that a little later. But right here, oh, right. I I didn't. When they're in the elevator, I think is what you're talking about, right? Or I can't remember where they were. Okay. At least at this <laughs> point, that's what I think happened. So. uh so it seems like Charlotte wants Ford uh, to retire so that the board can take over full control of Westworld so that they can get this code. That seems like her whole, whole uh, idea behind this uh, takeover. And she wants to... Uh, she says that the gods demand a blood sacrifice, which I thought was we- a weird phrasing. But did either of you think something was strange with this Charlotte character? Yeah. It seemed like I have a weird feeling that this is an older lady and this is like a body that she's been had her mind put into. I don't know why oh, yeah, like I she's got that in a feeling. host, but she's a, right. Exactly. Right. Like maybe she her body died and she got put into a host. And this is her, like her an older lady inside of a younger woman. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or it's she's actually a host and either doesn't know it or she's sort of working on lots of different sides. If you get what I mean. If she's a host, they can use it for whatever. If they want to tell them that she's the big boss lady, they can do that. Right. Yeah, I if guess you get what I mean. Yeah, it seemed, I mean, I remember the time in the show they said, uh, Ford said that they've gotten to a point where they can basically live forever. And I think maybe that's what's going on here, but I don't know. There was no insinuation. It just seemed like this, n- number one, she's the head of this board and she's this young, what, 20-year-old lady? Doesn't that seem yeah. strange? Yeah, that's what really th- threw me for a loop. But uh, So Charlotte suggests, I guess, uh, it seems like that they should kill somebody or do some type of blood sacrifice and blame it on Ford so that they can get Ford uh, kicked out. Be, uh, they, want, they want him to uh, resign. They don't want him to, re- uh, to get fired because if he gets fired, he might do something like 
uh, destroy all the code or something like that. Do something crazy. See, I took the blood sacrifice thing as they were going to kill Ford. Oh, really? Because in this scene, uh, well, it's really uh, subtle, but uh, Teresa looks back at uh, Hector when she says, we need a blood sacrifice. And uh, Charlotte says, no, that would be way too easy. We need some something more. Uh, oh yeah. Less, uh, yeah, but yeah, less suspicious, I guess. Yeah. So we go into Westworld, Maeve's house, and Maeve wakes up. As she goes to work on her regular loop, and at this time we get the player piano like we normally do, and Maeve closes the pl- player piano and turns the music off. Uh, I think this is kind of going to the allegory we talked about before, how the player pianos represent kind of the hosts because they're kind of on a loop. Uh, Maeve is kind of turning off that loop, which is kind of what I guess is going on here. That's kind of interesting. uh, They did an interesting play uh, in the writing, I guess. So Maeve goes and talks to Clementine like she normally does. Uh, But it seems like Maeve is swaying the conversation a bit from the normal loop that they are normally on. And the bar does, it freezes. So Clementine's frozen. Everybody around Maeve is frozen, but Maeve isn't frozen. And the cleaners walk in, which we've seen before from Maeve's uh, pictures and whatnot. And Dolores' memories. So Maeve grabs a knife and she pretends to freeze. uh, And she thinks they're going to take her away. Instead, they grab Clementine, and Maeve looks really... Like, at first, she looks like, oh my gosh, what's happening? But then when once they leave, she looks kind of pissed off, like, I'm going to get those motherfuckers. Yeah, what they're doing to my friend. Right. Especially because wasn't Clementine just explaining about what, you know, I'm not going to be being a prostitute forever. I want to, you know, send all my money back out to my parents. I'm going to take them somewhere cold to live. And then they came and froze her and took her away. So we go to, oh, we go back to the train with William and Dolores. And William asks Dolores if uh, she's sure she's sure the place she's trying to get to exists, which I, which we assume is the maze. Uh, but he doesn't say the maze. We just say, because j- he doesn't know about the maze, really. He just asks if she's sure it exists. It's kind of like a very, uh, the question he asked, it seemed like, he would have to know the maze existed for him to ask this question, but it's, it's convenient for storyline purpose. So, yeah. And she says she's, she's not a hundred percent sure wherever they're going. She's going exists at all. So Dolores asks him, uh, why he's still with her, uh, on this mission. And he says, he wants to know how, uh, this story ends, which I thought was interesting. Cause that's also, uh, what the man in black's kind of mission is. So, so Dolores does it, uh, she says she doesn't want to be in a story at all. Which is kind of showing how her perception has changed of... Because she knows that the, that this is a story now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And before she was like, everybody has their, their own little ways that they go and do. And now she's more like, nah, sod that. I don't want to go those ways. I don't want to be in this story that I'm clearly in. I want to do my own thing. Right. So William tells Dolores he's... He's getting married in real life, and he can't stay here with her. And Dolores gets upset upset about this. She runs away, and he runs away after her, obviously. Classic scene. 
and they kiss and we get to pan up before we see them having sex. So we go to the lab uh, with Charlotte and Teresa and they have set up this demonstration for Ford and Bernard. And they say Teresa's team has found the problem with Ford's code, that the new code. Uh, and they turn Clementine on and they put this guy in there who we don't know if he's a host or a human or whatnot. And he goes in there, starts beating up on Clementine and she's begging for, basically begging for a life. And then they freeze both of these uh, people, human hosts. So we know this guy was a host too. Even so, though he really didn't look like one and he was controlling her because he sat with the pad with her. Right, exactly. He was turning her on when he went in there, but obviously they're <laughs> not going to What did I say? I don't even know. So uh, turning her on. Oh, he, right. Which <laughs> I guess that kind of happens all the time in the show, but uh, in both ways. But <laughs> it um, it seems like, I guess it's obvious afterwards because obviously they're not going to send somebody in there who's a regular person, but... Uh, so they reset this whole scenario, and Clementine gets turned on again. But they've booted her up with the old, with the uh, faulty, I guess, Ford code, and uh, she beats the crap out of this guy like a ninja style. Like uh, somehow she knows all these uh, defense techniques. It seemed like all of a sudden, like she had been those had been implanted in her somehow, and she starts smashing the guy's head in, and. Ashley, the head of security, goes in and tries to stop her, but she won't respond to voice commands, so he shoots her. Kills her. It seems like. Well, I guess they can't really die, but he, you know, he kills her for the time being. And they blame Bernard for not catching the code before putting... Uh, the problem with the code before uh, putting it out into all these hosts. So Charlotte fires uh, Bernard right here, which confused me later in the show. Did mm. either of you understand this for later in the show yeah no I've, I'd forgotten about this bit when the other bit happened oh okay because why it, at the end of it I was like why is he still here he got yeah. fired <laughs> right it doesn't make any yeah. sense but alright but Ford doesn't say anything about uh, you know that Bernard knew that whole time that it was Ford's code and that uh, Bernard was just covering for him but Ford doesn't say anything and Bernard leaves. So we go back to the train. And William, uh, he says, Westworld doesn't cater to your lower self. It reveals your deeper self. Uh, this is right after sex. So, And Dolores <laughs> has painted a picture. And she says it's the place where the mountains meet the sea um, on this sheet. And the train stops because there's big giant rocks blocking... Uh, and the train is surrounded by confederados and the confederados uh, shoot the train up. Uh, but a door opens and Slim, the dead guy, rides out on a horse with a white flag. And it turns out they're all alive. And Lauren shoots Slim's body and it basically blows up in front of the confederados. It kills a few of them, but there's a bunch left. And William Dolores and Lawrence and Lawrence's guys ride off on horseback out of the train, which I don't know how they got their horses out of the train so quick, but it was pretty amazing. Uh, and they get chased by the Confederados, and 
there's a big chase scene here, shootout type chase scene. Uh, and everybody basically gets killed, but William and Dolores and Lawrence on that side. And then as it looks like they're about to get caught, the Ghost Nation uh, tribe rides in and it ends up a fight between the Confederados and the Ghost Nation, causing a distraction so that the three can escape uh, and they ride across the desert. And they get to this point where they're looking over like a cliff and uh, Lawrence uh, parts way with the other two because Dolores uh, is looking over this ledge and it is the exact same picture she drew uh, in the train earlier. The place where the river meets the sea or the, where the ocean meets the sea, right? Is that what it was? I believe. Where the mountains meet the sea or the mountains oh, meet the ocean or something. But it's just a, a ravine with a river in it, really, isn't it? That's what some... confused me, too. I was like, that's not an ocean. Like, yeah. What's going on there? But how but... does she know? <laughs> She's yeah, only, I guess that's uh, true. Drawing. She wouldn't know. She would never know what an ocean is, though, right? Uh, I guess she might have a concept of what an ocean is. But she uh, wouldn't have been there. Never... Yeah, exactly. Um, Surely they would have made a seaside bit, as if you wouldn't have a little seaside bit in Westworld. I guess it's just really hard to get there. At least it's what it's seeming so far. If that's where they're actually trying to get, maybe they're maybe the idea is they need to follow the river until they get to the sea. Maybe that's the idea. I don't know. Maybe or just her brain and her drawings. Before Lawrence leaves, uh, he says to them that uh, across the river that they're looking at uh, is unclaimed territory, and that nothing ever comes back from there. Uh, that's why they don't know what's over there is because nothing comes back from there. So, uh, we go back to the body shop. I guess the first time we've gone to the body shop in this. And uh, Felix is uh, fixing Maeve again. And Maeve wakes up. And she wants him to find Clementine. And they look into, look at uh, Felix's tablet. Which, didn't he steal this tablet forever ago? And he still hasn't been caught? He's pretty sneaky, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and... The tablet says that she's in the body shop, but on a different floor. And Maeve wants uh, him to take her there. And Felix and Maeve go upstairs, uh, which I think at this point, Felix is just terrified she's going to rip his arms off or something. It seems like. Yeah. like why is he doing this? Well, they've all boosted this? everything. They've put her on high for intelligence and strength and stuff, haven't they? Yeah. So you wouldn't, the you'd have only, to. The only thing keeping them safe would be the... the or the only thing keeping them from ter- doing something about this is the fear of losing their job, right? Doesn't yeah. it seem like that? Like, oh, that's the yeah. Only thing. One of the things, yeah. No, one of the things I don't understand is why, why, like they they have been threatened by this lady over and over and over again. Why don't they just turn her off? Because then the bosses would know that something's going on. Yeah. Well, that and From it seems like single... it seems like they tried to put her in sleep mode before, right? Uh, the first time, and she maybe they can't turn her off. Maybe that's the whole yeah, thing. They, no, they've been trying to because there was the whole the fatter guy was taking the Mickey out of the Asian dude, being like, you know, I told you to turn her off. Can't you even do that right? And it's just that Maeve can't be switched I off. Guess ah. But I mean, think about the time when. Uh, they showed her her own voice pattern on the tablet and it like shut her down. Like, Oh yeah. 
Like that tripped her out. <laughs> right mm-hmm. at that point, they must not have been afraid of her because they could have just done something about it then, but they didn't. Yeah. So uh, that kind of went nowhere when you think about but, it. But it's kind—it's kind of strange. It's kind of strange that they, that they are so threatened by this um, machine, <laughs> and they don't try to like get rid of her. Right, or do or tell somebody, or like when when she goes back to Westworld before she gets taken back to the body shop, which she's doing on purpose, obviously. Uh, you think right. they would say something and then have pe- security come in and take care of it, but I guess oh, Felix hang on. Hasn't, just, uh, go hasn't ahead. she got evidence about um, what's his face sleeping with the um, host while they're switched off? I'm yeah, sure that's she true. Was saying, but, she's yeah, got like evidence. I said. It even it doesn't really matter, does it? Because like, if they if anybody found out that they were messing with Maeve in the first place, they're gonna get fired for that. So if getting fired for one or the other, it's like it's kind of doesn't matter, does it? Uh, so turning her in, you're still yeah. gonna get fired so, probably because right. Yeah. So the only thing keeping them really, like I said, from doing anything about it is the fear of getting fired. So uh, maybe in the future, jobs are even harder to find. So that's my only thought. Um, yeah, so they don't go... know what the real world's like, do we? Yeah, that's true. Outside of this thing, which they show some really cool but exterior it... shots of the uh, the the lab, like kind of mountain that exterior of it in this episode. But yeah, it seems for me that they are risking more uh, what a job is worth, though, <laughs> because like. Uh, turning her intelligence up, like uh, I mean, uh, they they are making her dangerous more or less for all other people in Westworld. Right. Exactly. Oh yeah, it's also, dangerous like, to the human race. <laughs> right. But that's human nature, though, isn't it? Save yourself, save your own back, your own job, and whatever. Fuck the rest of the world. Yeah, I guess that's true, but it's still endangering them because they're afraid. They're afraid of her, but they're turning her up, like Fro said. Yeah. So it doesn't make it's like reverse logic. It's kind of it's kind of broken in a way, but it's just part of the story, I guess. Because at the beginning, Felix was kind of enamored by her, as far as like he was seemed like sexually attracted to her, and now he's just doing it because he's terrified mm-hmm. of. Her. Yeah, so it's very weird. But they go upstairs, uh, and, Felix and Ape, and, and, and and here's here's also a question: like they can turn her intelligence up. What if they? made her completely stupid what could she do against that like uh, if they br- made her brain dead more or less with with the the, the, the controls uh, she uh, she could not give any like proof of of what she's seen like it's not like she can do anything like other than go around in the park and go 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 and be completely out of it. Yeah, but I think then like it would go back to the management would be like, what happened to like, what did you do to our to our host? Like you ruined mm. it, and then they would get fired again. So it all goes back to them getting fired, like I said. But uh, Felix and uh, they go upstairs and they see Clementine is in this other part of the lab with the redheaded guy. So Felix and Maeve are looking in there, and he's doing like a frontal lobotomy through the nose. Uh, and oh, Teresa and Bernard walk in. This but bit you... was the bit that I saw. It got spoiled on the, the thing that I was watching it on. It had a whole load of pictures all the way through the whole episode and the picture of her getting the 
the bottom oh, of the nose right. was one like of the, the thumbnails. Stills. Yeah. Right. So I came into this episode going, oh my God, I don't want to see it. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch. <laughs> and then it got to this bit and I really didn't want to watch. <laughs> Which they did a good job of like, they putting it up the nose and then it, with this like a uh, spinning kind of drill thing, like scoopy drill upper nose mm-hmm. and then they kind of cut away and they show um Maeve and Maeve obviously doesn't have a huge expression on her face she's just kind of looking at it and then um they cut back and uh Clementine has the blood kind of uh leaking out of her nose so she's been lobotomized obviously lobotomized uh, a bit I, th- I think that's what they're going for right which yeah. like Fro said couldn't they just turn all their functions all the way down and wouldn't that do the exact same thing but I think they're yeah. getting rid of the bit of her that's storing extra stuff because they were saying she was really good at defense because she'd remembered all the times that she would had the crap kicked out of her. And through that, she'd managed to learn. She learned martial arts through getting the crap kicked out of her. I don't know. If well, defense that isn't. You'd think about what you would have done <laughs> and how you could have done it. Right. Maybe. She did some serious like MMA moves like uh <laughs> like she yeah. learned this from some like teacher, but yeah, but, I you get know, what she you're could saying. have been beaten up by lots of martial arts guys in the however many years she's been there. <laughs> right, that's true. There's <laughs> a, uh, gangs of ninjas attacking her. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we go to a hallway with Bernard and Teresa, and they're doing kind of a walk and talk scene. And Bernard tells her that he knows the demonstration was a fake. Uh, and he tells Teresa that she, this is the part where he tells her that he knows that she's been stealing the info from the park. And Bernard says that he thinks the hosts are evolving and changing over time. And like each time they clear them and put a new, put them through something new, they're evolving is what he thinks. And he says he has something to show, uh, Teresa. So we go back to the body shop. Oh, I wonder what that could be. (laughs) Right. It's and Maeve wants uh, Felix and the redhead to help her break out of the lab. Or he wants her, they won't. Maeve wants to get completely out of there, but it seems like to me that this lab is right in the middle of Westworld. So even if she escaped, wouldn't she be escaping into Westworld? But I have no idea, I guess. We've never really mm-hmm. seen what outside is. Well, she yeah, wants to survive outside. Uh, yes. I guess so. But the lab tech. Uh, says it would be a suicide mission. Uh, and basically he says that ev- there are obviously safeguards that they've put into these hosts to keep them from escaping the park. And he says even her skin has been designed to keep her from leaving. Which I, maybe we'll get something about that in the future. But Oh, but that's going to be horrific. Right. So Maeve uh, says if they don't help her, she's going to kill them. So now they should definitely be afraid of her. Uh, yeah. So we go to the elevator with Teresa and Bernard. They're going up in one of the secret underground elevators into Westworld. And we find out this is where we find out that Teresa was stealing the info to back it up, which I'm not 100 percent sure if Charlotte knows if she was stealing the info or if she doesn't know she was stealing the info. But um, Teresa was still doing it to back it up because she thought that Ford might delete it. So, yeah, she might she may be working with Charlotte. She may not be. On this, but she's working with her on the other stuff at least. So Teresa tells the Bernard that the board doesn't care about the park; they just want the code. And 
Bernard says, the longer I work here, the more I think I understand the hosts. It's the human beings that confuse me. And remember that for the future. He says that right here in this scene. So Therese and Bernard come up, you know, out of the elevator, out of the ground, and they're at Ford's family cabin. And there's no sign of any of the hosts, and all the lights are off. And Teresa opens this door that leads to the basement. Teresa's like, what's this door? Where does it go? And she goes into the basement, which is lucky for them that she decided to do that instead of being like, I'm just going to leave. Because yeah. the end of this would not make any sense if she wouldn't have opened that door. But Did you hear what he said when uh, she was saying about the door? He, he's like, what door? I've never what seen door? that. I've never seen a door. What are you on about? Right. It's like, there's the door right there. We, what is this? Like, Dora the Explorer? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bernard the Explorer is like, where's the door? What? I don't yeah. see the door. Can you show me? <laughs> yes, there's the door. So, How uh, did you spell door? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it in Spanish. Um. So <laughs> it leads down into this basement area of the of the house, I guess the cabin, and it's a lab, uh, and it's got a host being built inside there. And Teresa finds this group of papers. It's got like uh, pictures of different hosts on it, including Dolores. And one of the last pictures she looks at is a picture of Robot Bernard. Not even like ho- it's not even host like Bernard. It's like what old school Robot Bernard, like the family is. No, and the original Bernard, robots. And Bernard says it doesn't look like anything to me. So what? then Ford walks in and can we just say this about Ford? This dude is a straight up ninja. Like how many times has he <laughs> appeared behind people in the show without making a single noise? Old people do that though. Old I'm just waiting do. for him they to just appear throw out of a smoke, Waiting for him to throw a smoke bomb on the ground and just disappear like <laughs> ninja vanish. Yes, just leave a dove. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe he maybe learned it when he was uh, that killer in uh, in uh, the Silence of the Lamb. Oh, Hannibal Lecter, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. escaping from jail so many times. Sneaky, uh, sneaky. Uh, so Bernard uh, d- he, uh, really doesn't want to believe that he's a host. It seems like Is he, uh, he's like, "What? This can't be true. This isn't real." Well, and- it's it's a little like like. If you told me I I was fake, and uh, I I think I would try to like say no. Especially right. if you've been working with these things that think they're real but aren't, and you've been on their site. Well, not on their site. You've been programming them and stuff. Then all of a sudden, you are one of them. But shouldn't he like the other ones where he can't recognize it even if he does see it? You know what I mean? Like, just like yeah. how he mm. saw the picture and said he didn't see it. Like, even if she says it, shouldn't he be programmed to not know? Like, it that wouldn't register as anything in his brain. But I don't know. It For some reason, it does with Bernard. I guess probably because it's Ford's number two. That kind of makes sense. That you'd give yeah. him more at- attributes and things like that. Um, Maybe he has uh, turned him off on. Well, I guess right here, Ford does turn him off because he freezes Bernard right here once Bernard's kind of getting confused by it. 
and, and I love that. It was so incredibly used in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, the freezing, right? Yeah. Uh, and Bernard, we, this is basically where we find out Bernard didn't bring Teresa here to this cabin. Ford had Bernard bring her there. What? And then I started thinking about it and remember all of Dolores and Bernard's secret talks? Yep. Yeah. That wasn't Bernard giving her the secret talks. That was Ford having Bernard give her these secret talks. What? Mm -hmm. So Ford has Bernard. uh, Oh, I I put and Ford probably had Bernard sleep with her, too. That's what I wrote here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Although the, the relationships are from the human's brain, aren't they? Oh, the desires and the relationship and things. What's your chinchilla doing? Uh, he, he being loud. I don't know why. Well, we're almost What's to the end here. Uh, Ford, uh, at this point, ha- has Bernard turns Bernard back on and turns Bernard on Teresa, and Bernard kills Teresa by smashing her head into the wall. What? what? He- head- Head smashing against rocks in this show. A lot of head Yeah. Smashing. Well, it is like, effective. Yeah, I guess so. They don't want to use a gun <laughs> or like a knife, anything like that. And Ford, right here at the end, uh, he turns around as Bernard's done killing Teresa. And he says, we should get back, Bernard. We have a lot of work to do on our new stories. And we go to credits. I'm going to miss some. Oh, yeah? Meh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's kind of a crap, like a crappy person. Uh, as yeah, far but as, like, she was character. my favorite Danish uh, actor in this. So. Oh well, yeah, from the actress's point of view. But the, she might get flashbacks or something. <laughs> they might refer back <laughs> to her. They're, they're gonna find her dead. Or, yeah, somebody finds her and puts her brain uh, into a post or something like that, and like keeps her alive. Ooh, that could happen. We could get her. Maybe we brain. should be right in season two. <laughs> right, totally. Uh, the article I read uh, about the re- the uh, renewal, I believe the writers of the show have already come up with like four or five seasons worth of content. Uh, wow! So, That's, but yeah. you can go anywhere with it, really, can't you? Right, totally. I, I was actually li- I kind of wanted them to not get renewed so that we could get an ending here because I was like, I just wanted this to be like, I want to get this whole thing wrapped up so I know it's happening, but. Looks like we're going to have to wait a while, so all good. <laughs> it's all right. We can strap in. Yeah. But uh, that's Westworld Episode 7. I guess uh, I'm interested next week because I hopefully we'll get more Man in Black and we'll find out what happened to Elsie. Those are my two things that I'm really kind of hoping for next week. So I'm so glad that Elsie... Uh, wasn't in this episode actually. Uh, yeah. I mean, even just some like clues or something like that. I mean, we got a little bit about Elsie as far as like uh, uh, Bernard is looking for her, which that part mm. was interesting to me too. Mm, it, it kind of insinuates that it wasn't Ford that took Elsie because wouldn't Bernard if wouldn't Bernard know about it if it was Ford? Yeah. Already. Uh, yeah, and he then, would go uh, looking for her. Exactly, because he, he would already know because he would be kind of the one who maybe did it. But, yeah. Some interesting things going on here. Uh, hopefully they'll all connect. I love this episode. I did too. I did. Yeah. I, I really like it. I says... wouldn't say it was the best episode, but 
it's a definitely feels like a mid mid middle of the season episode. So yeah. Oh, I don't know. When I Ford think... turns around to her and says about like you know they every so often they send me somebody to try and challenge me. Yeah. Like just after is he just before or just after he has Bernard Killer? That sounds weird saying it Bernard in England. It's Bernard. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, definitely before when he says that. Yeah. 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 Which he talked to her before. Uh, if we remember when they were at like the villa kind of restaurant and he was saying how there has been money men before me kind of insinuating yeah. I've killed off these people before me. I guess the other thing I didn't mention that we kind of find out in this is he she says is this how you killed Arnold and he kind of says yes that he mm-hmm. had had a robot kill Arnold so yeah that's me who'd have thought that his character would turn out to be a bad guy oh <laughs> not me <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, you not... cast Anthony Hopkins yeah, yeah, the suit didn't uh, give it away at all. No. Yeah. no, I did not know he was going to be a bad guy. I, I, I promise. And if they'd have cast Dick Van Dyke, then maybe <laughs> <laughs> Dick Van Dyke in this role would have been hilarious. People who hang out with Custer are usually good guys. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Luke. You know, people who commit uh, genocide just hang out with them. They're good company. Yeah, they're, they're normally all right at the party. Just don't go <laughs> with them to work. Hey, have you read the book this week, Tilly? And of course you yeah. have. I've read a recipe book. Oh. That's a book. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's actually more of a folder because it's a party cakes ring binder thing. But it's got... It's, uh, was it's my weird. Because any, any I was thinking... Why you... Reading a book about cook- cooking cakes? Yes. I oh. need to make one for my birthday. And I need to start oh, pretty soon. Okay. <laughs> Never heard about it. No, no. I was, nobody. I was watching some show. And somebody, this lady was talking about how she was writing a cookbook. And that, that was her goal in life. Or her next thing she was going to do in life. Is she going to write a cookbook. And I was thinking to myself. Who that is the worst ambition ever? Like, who is still thinking that writing cookbooks is, or who is buying cookbooks when we have the internet? Oh, you could look up. Uh, people. I, you buy cookbooks on the internet. Yeah, everybody I, does. I, Everybody's at it. I, <laughs> well, I mean, I there's so many it. recipes online. You can do, like, why would you buy a cookbook? Uh, I I can tell you because I'm one of those uh, stupid motherfuckers that actually buy a cookbook. Me too. I. I like the pictures. <laughs> yeah, but that's like all the... online still. It's still you can find any of that stuff online. You can probably find the exact same pictures want, in the I book. Want... I can I can prop yeah. this thing up. This is, most of my books are hardback books if they're cookery mm-hmm. books. Or this is like yeah, a ring me, binder. Yeah. And it's got my B row flour home recipes book in one of the slips. And mm-hmm. um it's literally how to make any cake that you want and you can stand it up in the corner. The screen isn't going to time out. You're not going to put wet, messy fingers all over your iPad or phone mm-hmm. or whatever. That's half of it, I think, is you don't want your technology in the kitchen active with you while you're cooking. Yeah, I guess so. it's going to get, well, it does just get bad. <laughs> I, I totally agree with Taylor. I love having cookbooks in my kitchen. Uh, I, just have a computer. I just have a computer in my kitchen. And I don't, I don't need a cookbook. So, there you go. Well, I don't even have a computer. So. Oh. All right. Well, that might, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, suck on that. 
<laughs> right. I, I don't have a kitchen timer like I don't have a kitchen timer on my uh, microwave or anything. I just use the computer, use the use it for timing everything and uh, all my recipes and everything else. So uh, yeah, I just we'll see that. I was that thinking to myself sense. like there can't be that many people out there. There can't be that huge of a market for cookbooks anymore. Yeah, like, that's uh, the opposite. As big as there used to be. I just thought this was like a young. A uh, person who was just out of college in this TV show is like a reality show. I don't even remember what show I was watching, but she was saying, "Oh, I just want to uh, write a cookbook and then uh, get it published, and then I'll be good to go." I'm like, I'm sure cookbooks I are like the best-selling. If you owned a bookshop, cookbooks uh, would be I your best-selling. I actually bet self-help books are better sellers than cookbooks. <laughs> oh well, price. yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe self-help on how to eat cookbooks. There you go. <laughs> Eating, <laughs> cooking for dummies, and things like that. Uh, but if you want to read something else than a cookbook, uh, I I like audiobooks. Uh, and if you want a free audiobook, you can go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen, or as Taylor says it, audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Uh, do you have anything to plug, Luke? Uh, I'm good this week. Yeah, me too. Taylor? I, I think everybody should go and have a look online for what charities they can help that might be struggling a bit now or might be struggling yeah. a bit in the future. Like the... I can't remember what all the names are, but, you know, the... Um... Uh, get Throw a New Brain Society. Uh, yeah, I that one. Yeah. And there's lots of charities to help, um, you know, people of different ethnicities and things over in the US as things might be getting a bit difficult. There's Planned Parenthood charities and things that you can donate to to try and help them with the battles that they're going to be going on with soon. Um, same with the um, LGBTQ yeah. societies and things, you know. If you can help or anything or try and support or whatever... I think now is the time that everybody can all get together and try and sort things out. Same as I said when Brexit happened. Let's all be together. Mm. Let's all try and help the charities that are actually going to be helping people and do something constructive there. Uh, next week, we will talk about news of the week. We will torture uh, Luke for the final time with Kendra on top. We will talk about NXT and Survivor Series results. Uh, results sorry. Um, and we will talk about Time Cube Theory. What kind of uh, theory is that, Luke? Uh, it's a weird theory that I don't even 100%. I don't think anybody 100% understands this. So don't worry if you guys don't understand it when we go into it. But. It's uh, oh something from 1997 about a guy who uh, thinks he was the smartest man alive. I think he made this uh, theory up. I'll send you guys some links on it, but it has to do with how the Earth rotates and time. And he believes that there are four days in one day. So, uh, well, like uh, a six-hour day. Okay. I I can't go really into more about it. Okay, other well, than, we'll find out next week. Yeah. The. Ev- the <laughs> The government tells you there's one day, but really there's four days. So, all right. Uh, we will talk about the new Harry Potter movie, Fantastic Beast, and where to find them. I have to ask you, 
you two. Uh, are you excited for this movie at all? Do you no. care? This is a Harry Potter movie? Yeah. I yeah, it's like the, it's a pre... Prequel. Pre-curse. Prequel. Prequel, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Do you Whether, care? Uh, I didn't... No. I, no, I don't care at all. Tilly, you are British, so you have to like uh, Harry Potter. It's in the law. No. No? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, no, I don't. No? I liked the first one, because that was the first ever um, like pirate video we ever got through my dad's work friend. <laughs> we got to see it when it was still in the cinema on a really shaky cam, literally on VHS. Wow. <laughs> so that's that's why I, the only reason I like that, really. That's it's really not a one. catchy title. They really need to catch your title. I mean, Fantastic Beasts might have just been fine. They could have just gone with that, but whatever. Yeah, they've tried uh, uh, to do a Lemony Snicket's thing, haven't they? Yeah, right. Totally. The thing is, this is based on the book that is in uh, the book of Harry Potter. And the book is called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Why... I would have shortened it for the movie title myself. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. understand what you mean. And uh, we will also t- uh, talk about Westworld episode 8, or Luke will talk about it. Uh, yep. Three more episodes to go. Kind of exciting. We're pretty close to the end of the season. so. Yeah. Have <laughs> we decided what uh, we are going to do after Westworld, more or less? I believe so, unless something comes up in the next three weeks. So if anybody out there uh, has anything they want to suggest that's coming out in like the next four weeks or something like that... Uh, mm-hmm. We'll give it a consideration, send it to our Facebook, or you can send it to another digital citizen at gmail.com. So, um, a jerky throw, a nice uh, Tilly, and uh, even nicer Luke uh, wishes you a perfect uh, evening. And we will talk to you next week, a day late, uh, no, a day before you think it's going to be. So, Remember that. <laughs> he says because... to me, that's to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm that's probably going to put it out at the normal time like we did before. So it'll probably just come out yeah. at the normal time. So we are going to record an, a day earlier, though. So, yeah. So, bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.